church folks, the religious, no matter where you are, whatever walk of life, chill, Jesus is for you, yeah. This is Vocab Malone with Shield Squad Radio. Had a crazy situation where I was talking the whole time, did a whole introduction and everything else with my mic muted. So since I just wasted a little bit of time, I'm going to jump right into tonight's show. I'm excited about it. Please call in 917-889-2233. That's 917-889-2233. Brother G-Con, you're joining me tonight on Shield Squad Radio. Welcome to the program. How you doing, bro? What's going on, Vocab? How you feeling, brother? Peace and blessings to you. How you feeling? Yeah, man, I just did the ultimate intro, man. I just broke it down, you know, and and then and then my mic was muted the whole time, man. So, uh, <laughs> but we're right, here now. I see. Yep, yep. <laughs> but uh, we're on now, and I'm excited about it. So, man, you got anything to say before I bring on tonight's guest? Because uh, since I done uh, done did that, I'm gonna skip the intro because I just basically did it. But ain't nobody here. But that's all right. You got anything to say, man? Before we jump into tonight's topic. Okay, man. Yeah, I don't really have too much to say, man. I'm just, you know, listening in, brother, and, you know, uh, seeing what's going on tonight, man. Um, let me uh, mic check, mic check. Let me let me speak a little bit. Let me see if your mic putting out right. Is it, is it doing what it's supposed to be doing? Oh, yeah, you sound good, man. I mean, you sound real good. What about, what about, okay, okay, so you sound pretty good, too. I am under the weather, so, you know what I'm saying, I will be sounding kind of raspy raspy tonight. But, uh, yeah, you sound pretty good, too, man, so uh, go ahead, man. Go ahead with it. All right, so uh, we had a brother reach out to us and say, hey, I got something to say to y'all. I would like to kind of introduce, um, you know, just kind of introduce my perspective, basically, is the way I understood what he was saying. And I'll make sure I'm saying his name right, but uh, Brother Hosha Yah, 
and he's got a brand new Hebrew Israelite based research team. And we're introducing him tonight to Shield Squad Radio. Brother Hoshaya, you are live on the air. I believe this is you. Is that you? Uh, yes, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hey, tell everybody, make sure uh pronounce your name right. How do you say your name, brother? Oh, you said it correctly. All right, excellent, man. You going to have anybody from the research team joining in tonight? Uh, yes, they'll be joining in shortly. Oh, okay. All right, that works well. Hey, let them know, make sure when they call in that they press 1. You know, otherwise we won't really be able to know who we need to snag, you know, uh, who we need to grab oh, and put on you. there. I, you know? yeah. yeah, I got you. Yes, sir, I got you. I, I got you. Yes, sir, I understand. Right on, man. Hey, we'll uh, say what's up to G-Con. He's in the house as well. He got that sore voice, but he's in the house. Oh, what's okay. Going on, uh, what's you, up, brother G-Con? Oh, man, I, uh, I hope you're all right. You, you doing all right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm making it, man, you know. Yeah, I'm making oh, it. Oh, man, you know. already, man. God bless you, man. Likewise, bro. Yeah, man. So, man, who's she got, you know? I'm out here in Phoenix where the weather was in the 50s today. G-Con is in, you know, the Lou, and he was driving around Chicago where he's in the 30s. Where are you calling us from tonight, bro? Oh, man, I'm out here in Houston, Texas. Oh, okay. All right. How's it doing out there with the weather, man? Oh, man, it snowed last night, but we're doing all right now. All right. Yeah, I saw some people uh, I follow on Mississippi, and they're saying it's snowing down there in Mississippi, and that's, that's why. Uh, yeah, man, right. it's crazy out here right now. Down here. All right, man. Well, you you uh, reached out to us. I think you've been following some of the back and forth that we had with Divine Prospect, if I understand. Tell people a little bit about yourself and maybe why you reached out to us, man. Let's just get to know you, bro. Uh, Okay. Um, Really, I've been following not just you and Divine, per se. I've been following the the whole um, – your whole research on the black Hebrew Israelites. With the one west and everything, um, and I've just been seeing things that like, okay, you mind if I ask you a question? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, what what is because you're not the only one who, you know, what I'm saying exposes the ratification of the one west. Hebrew Israelites And As you know And most of us Hebrews who are not as radical know And other people know That those people Are not You know what I'm saying They Are not They are How can I say Like I would I would put them in the category As the KKK You see what I'm saying So my question is If we all understand that they're radical. Like, what is your end game at the end of the day? What is the purpose of you researching them? Like, what is the what, what are you trying to achieve? Right. So you know the reason why we call ourselves the Shield Squad is really has to do with that that Shield language in the first place. You know, and that okay. Shield or that Shield imagery. I'm sorry, brother. Uh, that Shield imagery there. And you know, a shield is is part of a defensive package. You know, like that's okay. when you think of a shield, you should think of uh, you know the the fact that it's defending against something, it's protecting against something. And so, uh, what we see within one Westism, especially, uh, is 
an attack on the very center core of what the gospel of Jesus Christ is. And so we want to defend and protect what we see as the biblical gospel. And then also we see a direct attack on uh, uh, the, the church in a lot of ways. And uh, we believe that especially healthy uh, you know, churches, man, like we, we see them as good things. And we want to help equip them. So there's a defend and protect of the historic healthy church. And then One West uh, especially, man, introduces a lot of doctrines that hurt people in the here and now. And they kind of even prey on some people in a way, P-R-E-Y. So we want to defend and protect mm-hmm. the victims of that. Now, um, that's mainly done within a sort of a city environment, city context, this defend and protect. Okay. But really – you know, because of the internet, things are branching out more and more, and so, um, you know, yeah. it's under the a banner of urban apologetics, but that's really just a broad mm-hmm. term because it doesn't mean that everything's really technically kind of kind of urban. You know, you got people out in the country, you got people all over, but that's the general context is within because it certainly started in an urban environment. You know, when you talk about Harlem, okay, you know, but uh, yeah. that, that's kind of the main thing. Econ, you want to add something to that? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I, I hear you, and um, I definitely agree. Me coming up out of the uh, Hebrew Israelite movement, you know, I know what was taught in that movement, and uh, you know, I know how I, I was poisoned to a lot of um, those positions. And I think that for the most part, um, a lot of guy, a lot of the guys that are moderate, they don't take a stance, you know, and uh, and, and and you know, and um, you know, about those guys that do those things, and so. When we're on these uh, corners and we're, when we're walking down the street and we see these guys uh, portraying, I mean, uh, 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 you know, not even really walking like the gospel say, I think that it's mm-hmm. only right that, and only fair that we, uh, we we basically stand up and really deal with that and uh, tell people the true gospel, you know, and uh, and, and 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 you know, and and I think that's the whole thing that w- what we're trying to do here is is really give people the true gospel. And not in the way that we see this being done on these streets. Because to be honest, you know, nobody sees the moderates or those that say that they are, you know, Hebrew Israelites that are moderate. They mainly see these guys on the street corners yelling, you know, talking crazy to people and talking crazy to Africans, talking crazy to whites, anybody who they feel is not Israel. Can I say something to that? Well, can we say that there's people like you and people like Sinetta TV who promote more of the One West doctrine than more of the RBG doctrine? Right, right, right. I, I, w- I would say, I would say, you know, we don't really promote it. Like we're, we're like I would you, say you promote can't it. Okay, let, let me change my words. I would say y'all focus more on them than promoting, like I said, the RBG because that's what I represent. I, you know what I'm saying? Instead of represent, uh, promoting us more or interviewing us more or researching us more, y'all research them and they paint a picture for all of us. So when we do, one of people like me or Divine Process or Zion Lex or people who do not subscribe to the One Way Doctrine, when we do go to a brother and try to teach him about us, our culture, as soon as we say Israelite, he think about the one with because y'all promoted it. Right. Well, well even even with I that, mean, that promoted when, it, but y'all show y'all y'all that's what y'all focus is, and I understand why y'all focus is that way. 
when is it gonna? You know what I'm saying? When is the shift gonna change? To Hosha, well, yeah. Have you? Did you hear uh, my discussion with Zadok Ben Israel? Uh, I I can't say I have no. Yeah, on debate talk for you. I talked to him once. Well, actually twice, but the first one was on a different platform that's that that's okay. been deleted. But I talked to him twice publicly, and then so real. Spoke to him twice on the big talk for you. Did you hear the discussion I had with uh, Brother Alvin from Israel of God? Uh, I heard a little bit of it, but I haven't finished. I was watching yeah. it last night, actually. And then uh, I got one coming up on December 20th with uh, uh, Sister Johnson, who works a lot with uh, okay. uh, South Showtime there on the big talk for you. We're going to have a discussion. And then, of course, we're talking to you right now. And then, of course, we had uh, some discussions with Divine Prospect. As well, those are some of the ones off but the top of my head. I mean, that's only that, that, that's that's cool, but that's that's only a few because I see you a lot. You drop a video on your YouTube about the one with a, a lot, you know. And right. Well, could I ask I'm you like, this? Well, Where's the videos about us? Where's the video about the people who is telling the truth about the, well, what's the, the culture? What like, none of us subscribe to the Twelve Tribe chart. None of us subscribe to Esau right. being the white man. Like right. none of us promote these things, so why? What would I, you say? We understand what would that. You that say is, is, uh, what's the biggest um, RBG group that you know of? The biggest RBG group that I know of, well, yeah. um, well, I, I can't say the I wouldn't say the biggest. I'd say the one that's more that's putting in the, the more work and bringing the most truth out. I would say it's Kingdom Harvester Ministry. Right. Okay. Now, is there is there a number two? Is a second one you could mention? Not really. No, I'm saying like I just it, it's okay, for it didn't so, work. It's for it's, it's for it bringing out the truth. I don't feel like right. nobody is sitting in you. I feel so, like brother, you want us to spend all ahead. our time on, on one group then? Because you see, you you were no, really no, no, only no, no, able. No, to. no, 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 I, I, no, no. You only spend your time on one group because there are other groups. But what I'm saying is. Don't don't waste your time on people you know is speaking false. And other Israelites are also saying that these people are speaking false. We're not saying that right. Israelites don't really have different doctrines. Is a lot of people saying that they are false. Even I'm I'm messianic, and I agree with a lot of non-messianics when it comes to certain things because one with is lying about a lot of things. Right. Did so you see that, that video? That, yo, it, you say what that now? church? That church down there in Texas. Where uh, ISUPK, okay. uh, the the pastor handed over their keys to uh, the ISUP uh-huh. camp there, and then uh, at the end of the video, the pastor uh, swears allegiance to, uh, under the commanding authority of General Yohanna. Did you see that? See, that's going crazy. Around. See the teeth. Yeah, see, that's that's ridiculous. I don't so how, to here's what I'm with, saying though. Uh, right. How how are we not going to want to stand against something like that going on? I mean, I, I'm with you on standing against something like that because that's, that's ridiculous. But at the same time, when we are trying to show people who we are, instead of them looking at it from the truth or the cultural perspective and the real spirituality behind it, they first thing they think about is because I was talking to a sister, the, uh, a young lady the other day, and I was telling her about the walk, the, the truth, the Israelite uh, faith. And the first thing she thought about was as soon as I said Israelite, she was like, oh, y'all hate white people. I'm like, I don't hate white people. I got it. Like, I don't know. I don't hate white people. That's crazy. And, and 
that made me sick to my stomach to make me like to hear that to hear every time I say I'm an Israelite, somebody say, "Oh, you hate white people," and that get promoted. Like I wouldn't say promoted, but y'all interviews those type of people use Sinetta, and I can name other platforms that has that do this that promote or who interview these people more than the other other people who do not subscribe to the one with. Well, brother, let's well, think well, about. Let me ask you. Go ahead, Ron. Let me ask him a quick, quick question, real quick. Um, because Diane Lex is not part of Kingdom Harvester Ministry, and I would say if anybody is number two or up there with number one with Divine Price, that is Diane Lex. Well, hold on. Well, let, let, well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this quick question. What is the What is the gospel to you? What What does the Bible say the gospel is? Well, that, well, that's what I was going to ask you guys because you, I, I always, because I've come from a, a Christian church. I come from the Church of Christ. And I always hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. But what is the gospel of Jesus Christ? Because apparently, apparently, we got it wrong, apparently, to y'all. So w- w- teach me, what is the gospel of Jesus Christ? Because I, I didn't understand it when I was a Christian. And apparently, as an Israelite, all of us got it wrong. So can you please under- right. explain to me what the gospel of Jesus Christ is? Well, 1 Corinthians 15 defines it. You know, that's the first place I always like to go to uh, where uh, it reads in verse 1. Now, I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and which you stand, and by which you are being saved, if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for Mm -hmm. our sins in accordance with the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, although some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I'm the least of the apostles, unworthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them. Though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me, whether then it was I or they, so we preach it, so you believe. And then he goes on to talk about the resurrection of the dead. Now, listen, we just talked to Divine Prospect, man, and that's not the gospel Mm -hmm. he gave. In fact, he doesn't even believe, he's not even sure if Jesus Christ rose bodily from the dead, which is contained in that very definition. So I was going to ask you about something. Um, Because when I look in the Gospels about the resurrection of Christ, I see inconsistencies in the story. Can you explain why there are inconsistencies in the story throughout the Gospels? So are you talking about the – are you talking about – do you mean the actual – the resurrection account? Is that what you're referring to? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, Bart Ehrman, for example, is famous for going through – the what he would call discrepancies or differences in the resurrection mm-hmm. narratives. Don't say how many women went to the tomb. You know, we've all heard that kind of spear, which of course comes from a place of unbelief. You know, he's doing that to mm-hmm. say, hey, you know, this this course didn't even happen in the first place. Uh, but there's a number of problems wrong with but, that argument. But you, just, you, you, you also would you also just run with divine prospect who is a believer who you say? No, no, I, I don't. I do not believe for a second. Divine prospect is a believer. I mean, what, what's he a believer in? He's not a believer in the gospel of Christ. He doesn't accept the authority of what I just read. Number one. Number two, he doesn't believe I mean, but, that but I'm Christ. I'm trying to understand what the, the gospel. I'm just trying to understand what the gospel of Christ is. When you were reading Paul, I'm trying to understand what. I'm trying to see what the gospel of Christ is, not what the gospel of Paul is. Okay, well, see, we don't, we don't. I don't agree with your presupposition. 
to set Paul at odds with Christ. So if you notice Paul when he's defining the gospel, which is uh, which is you know one place among many, but I think it's best to go to the clear places first where he says here is the gospel, you know. And so we look there. What's the gospel centered on? Christ dying and rising for sins according to scripture. So it's centered on the person of Christ, not on Paul. Paul's just an apostle. He's relaying the message. It's just like when uh, we see Peter preaching in Acts chapter 2, and he, he relates the gospel to that audience there. It's not Peter's gospel. It's the gospel about Christ, but Peter is the one preaching that good news. So that's not the gospel of Paul that I just so read. That's the gospel that the, of, that the about letters, Christ. So you're saying the letters of Paul is, is, the letters, is, the, uh, is also part of the gospel of Christ is what you're saying? Uh, well, so the gospel of Christ is a message about Jesus. The letters of Paul so, are I'm part of. You, so, so Paul is a part of that message. You saying? No, Paul is a relayer of the message. He's an apostle. He's a it's witness a to the gospel. He's not part of the message of the gospel. It's not centered on him. How, it's the gospel about when, Jesus Christ. Witness, how was he a witness when he wasn't a he wasn't around when he was? Well, brother. He literally just – he answers that in the thing I just read to you in verse 8 where he says, he appeared to me also. And, of course, that account takes place in Acts chapter 9. And what I say when I mean witness, even though he did meet the risen Christ on the road to Damascus, but I, when I say meet witness, I mean it in the sense of he is uh, witnessing to the truth of the gospel. He's an ambassador, Second Corinthians 5.20. That's what I mean by witness. Witness – I don't mean it as in the sense of he's one of the twelve. No one ever claimed Paul was one of the twelve, right? In fact, mm -hmm. right in here he says, I persecute the church of God. Uh, what we say witness is just that that word where Paul says you're going to be – or I'm sorry, where Christ says you're going to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, to the ends of the earth, right? And so that's what I mean okay. by witness in that sense. But um, th that's the thing, man, is that this discussion right here shows that at the very foundational yeah. level of what it means to be a believer – and who Christ is, and uh, someone who holds to the new covenant, we agree, we disagree not just with one West, but with people that call themselves moderates at the very fundamental level as well. I'm still trying to understand because, okay. Right. And it is you take that if you take that approach though, brother. You can't take that approach, especially when it comes towards the Bible, because what atheists would do or critics would do is say, well, you know, there's things that we see that's been witnessed in the Bible that uh, those people wasn't even there, but they they're writing about the traditions of those things. For instance, when it talks about in the beginning, you know, who was actually there in the beginning to witness that? But they are writing about or uh, being inspired. By the word of God, and they're able to write about it. So we definitely believe that uh, that, uh, that you know Paul was inspired. Definitely, he was he was inspired, and, and, and you know, and uh, his most of the scriptures that he point back to point back to um, um, the Old Testament, and and we don't have to look in just the New Testament to see that what he's so can to I, verify can I ask what he's you a question, Decon, or um, vocab if you want to answer. Uh, does Paul a Lord that Jesus is God, or who you call Jesus, do he a Lord that Jesus is God? Yeah, the entire New Testament, uh, in various ways, attests not only to the messianic status of Christ, well, mm -hmm. or I should say, in this instance, Jesus, because it's redundant, but the messianic status of Yeshua, but also, uh, in okay. various ways, attests to his deity as well, his, his full okay. uh, deity, yes. 
uh, both things. Okay. But Paul's not the only one. Of course, the most important witness to the deity of Christ is Jesus himself. Mm-hmm. There's a great okay. book on this called The Christology of Jesus by Ben Witherington III, for example. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of books on this, but show can Christ's self-understanding um, of himself. Can you give me where Christ himself referred to, referred to himself as God? Uh, well, if you mean it in the sense of like what uh, the Muslim apologist Didot would say. What I'm saying he would, is in the way where that he would, Paul allured to it. Can you, can you show me that? With you mean, do you, do you, mean a, do you mean allude? Do you mean allude to it? Is that what you're allude, saying? Yeah, I'm sorry, allude. allude right. Well, allude. I, I don't think Paul. I don't think Paul alludes to it. I think he explicitly states it. But nonetheless, if you're okay, saying well, Christ, okay, well, can you say there's multiple. Can you tell me where it, Christ states that He's God? Yeah, I mean, there's multiple places. Uh, for example, in John eight fifty eight, where he says, "Before Abraham was, I am," and then of course in John five as well, where he talks about you know uh, his father. Is working and now he's working, and then he says that uh, you gotta honor the son or you don't really honor the father. And he says, uh, I mean, let me just read this. John chapter five. Truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming and now is here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who will hear will live. For as the Father has life in Himself, so He has granted the Son also to have life in Himself, and has given Him authority to execute judgment because He is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for an hour is coming. When all who are in the tombs will hear his voice to come out, those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. And he keeps on going, and he says that – look, look at this. Okay. Well, I was, uh-huh. there, there's, there's some more great stuff. He says, you search the mm-hmm. scriptures in verse 39 because you think that mm-hmm. in them you have eternal life, and it is they that bear witness about me, yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. I do not receive glory from mm-hmm. people. But I know that mm-hmm. you do not have the love of God within you. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another came to my own name, you receive him. How can you believe mm-hmm. when you receive glory from one another? Do not seek the glory that comes from the only God. Do not think that I will mm. accuse you to the Father. There is one who accuses you, Moses, on whom you have set your hope. For if you believe Moses, you believe me, for he wrote of me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? And, of course, remember mm-hmm. right before that. So this John chapter 5, the whole thing is powerful. Okay. Um, right before I, that, I, it I, says, you, you said something. You had said something, and I wanted to challenge it. Can I? Um, well, well, yeah, a, but a few uh, things. Uh, well, you can finish. You, you can finish. Yeah, we can. But um, I, the my intent is not to have the whole show where you you know you're we're only um. There's some questions we'd like to ask you, and we're trying to kind of get to know you and see what you're trying to do. Okay, okay, okay. As well, okay, but, but go ahead if you yeah, got. Yeah, go but I'll let but, you go ahead. I'm just saying at some point. It, 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 yeah, but um, I, I'll ask this question. Can you say you, you have some questions you want to ask me? Yeah, but I'm 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 not saying we have to do that now. I'm saying we can answer what you want to ask. But I'm saying, uh, like I would like to have it where uh, we're trying to also get to know you because see, you know, we've been doing stuff for a minute. People, you know, been hearing our voice, but you know, you're new. Uh, as far as our understanding is, so we'd like to kind of see what you're on, you know. But uh, whatever question you got, go ahead and ask. But I'm saying at some point we want to transition um, into. Letting people get to know your stances as well. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, well, in that verse that you were reading, um, I was I was listening to it and I was trying to get the understanding where you said that he said himself that he was God and I didn't get that understanding. He said Moses wrote of him, but he never said that he was he himself was the Most High. Well. Well. Okay. Uh, 
it's it's kind of like this. Of course, remember, it's a whole passage. There's a place in the beginning of John mm-hmm. 5 I was going to go back to and read as well. But let me ask you, mm-hmm. could any prophet, if they were merely a prophet, could they speak about God in the way that Christ speaks about God? Could they speak about the Father the way he, the Son speaks of him right there? Have you ever heard a prophet well, talk it, like talk like that in the scripture? I mean, how is he talking? He's 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 giving our praises to the Father. He's wait, how's he talking? He first of all he he says he is the Son. I mean that that's that's a big deal. And he says if you come to me, you'll have life. I mean, he's, I mean, is it there sons, that, is he, is he the only? I mean, he's the begotten Son of of God. If you uh, if you believe that, but if is well, there other sons of God? Well, there's only one son who's monogamous, though. Monogamous? Yeah. Look up, look up this uh, this Greek word here. I'll spell it in English. M O N E G E N E S. M O N E G E N E S. That's the way uh, uh, you you look at it within the English. And the the Greek word there's monogamous, and uh, what monogamous means? Yeah, it means one of the kind, one of a kind. The only one in one its class. Kind. Yeah. Okay. And that's a, that's a pretty important word that shows up specifically in relationship to Jesus. Mm-hmm. For example, um, in John mm-hmm. one eighteen, that's a that's a big place right there. Um, okay. And oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hold on, let me. Yeah. And also in John one fourteen as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so John one fourteen, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son. From the Father, full of grace and truth. Uh, that word right there is monogamous, as in the okay. only aspect. So that so uh, we're sons by adoption. We're not sons by our very nature, because Scripture mm-hmm. says that pr- in our prior life we were children of disobedience. Mm-hmm. Okay. We were sons of disobedience. We were children of wrath. But Christ, by mm-hmm. His very nature, is the eternal Son of God. There's never been a time when okay. He was not. So that word, mm-hmm. that Greek word monogamous is, is key. We mm-hmm. understand that there's people in certain ways referred to the Son of God. I mean, anyone that studies okay. Scripture sees that, but they don't see yeah, it yeah. Uh, in the same way uh, that it's applied to Christ. And that's why in John chapter 5, that whole chapter, you know, the stuff yeah. that Christ is saying, that's why in verse 18 it says the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even mm-hmm. calling God his own father – Making himself equal with God. So by calling, so by calling God his Father, he made himself equal to God. To God, uh, and you say he broke the Sabbath. Uh, the Sabbath. I don't really see. What I'm he broke reading the, the Bible. Bible. I was reading John five eighteen right there. Uh huh. I was re- I was reading John five eighteen. So that's what John was saying. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. Do you um do you hold uh the Gospel of John as uh, the Word of God? What's your uh, understanding of of what oh, is yeah. divine? I mean, yeah, yeah, I hold all all of the Gospels. I don't subscribe really to the books of Paul. I see a lot of contradictions in them. Okay, but so I, you see um, contradictions in Paul. So you what what in the new testament uh documents do you hold to as divine divinely inspired as authoritative well i i look at textual criticism as well so of course you know as i know there are forgeries in the text but i hold to the gospel of course uh real quick but um, i guess we have different ideas on what the gospel is though but 
<laughs> well, do you know that textual criticism doesn't really have much to do with what books are canon or not? That's not really what textual criticism is. Well, I didn't say that. I, I'm saying, I'm saying, as far as certain things within the text that are to be to to be believed, I don't subscribe to. So. Right. Well, the, uh, textual criticism has to do with what's the original reading of the autograph, and the way we do that yes, is looking I, I at. You know, manuscripts or what are sometimes called witnesses to various readings to uh, mm-hmm. find out uh, basically what the what you would call the original manuscript, the autograph would say. It doesn't have anything exactly. to do with what books you decide are not canon or I didn't, not. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't say that. I said oh, okay. I subscribe to – I look at textual criticism, but I subscribe to all of the Gospels okay. through a textual criticism lens. Okay, I mean, so Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, what about Acts? What about the book of Acts? Um, well, you know, like I say, um, I have my problem with Paul. So anything that deals with Paul, I... I okay, I well, Paul, you know Paul didn't write Acts, right? I, well, I know that. I know that, but like I said, anything that has to do with Paul. Okay. Like, I study both Messianic and non-Messianic uh, Israelites. Why do you accept Luke, which Luke wrote, and, and ex- do not accept uh, Paul uh, Acts, which Luke also wrote? I didn't say I didn't Why? accept Acts. I just, I just, it's just well, said, funny with Paul. So anything or, where Paul appears in Acts, you have a problem with. But you know that Luke wrote both Luke and Acts, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I didn't say I, I did not Acts at all. I did not say I didn't. So you I do accept so. Acts as canonical? I guess you could say in a way, you know. But I don't (laughs) see this is the part Mm -hmm. of the challenge in dealing, you know, with this is uh, we got people who kind of feel free to make up their own canon, you know, and I'm not making up mine. I mean, it's it's not for people to go and subscribe to what I believe in. No, right. But you 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 were telling um, you're you're saying my research team, people in my research team don't subscribe to everything I subscribe to. And I and that would make us great. Uh, okay. Wait. Well, that well, that would make you that would mean that would mean you have conflicting sources of ultimate authority. Okay, so what about uh, First and Second Peter? <laughs> what about it? Is it canonical? Well, what about he, the Book of Hebrews? What about that? Like I said, uh, well, we we don't know who wrote really. We don't really. Do you know no, I, I'm not asking you. No, but we don't know who wrote some of the Old Testament documents either. Uh, Hebrews has always been understood to be anonymous, even by the early church. I'm asking you if you believe it's canonical. Well, to be honest, no. Okay. I'm, so I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really subscribe to it too much in the New Testament. Like I said, I look okay. at it through a, a, a non-Messianic lens. I, you know what I'm saying? I I thought you said you were messianic, though. I'm messianic, but I look at it through a non-messianic lens. I do see problems with the New Testament. I do see a lot of problems with it. But I do subscribe to the Messiah being who the Messiah is. Okay, so... there are um, a lot of problems with with the New Testament. So I'm trying to cut to the chase. Are you saying you only accept four of the New Testament documents out of the 27 as uh, authoritative? Yes. So you have a smaller canon than Divine Prospect does. Yes, I, I, it's a lot of things that I don't agree with with Divine Prospect. 
I mean, no, I have a lot that I do. He's one of the people who I, I look up to with, with his research, but it's a lot of things that I, I, I don't agree with. I don't agree with everything right. he says. So. Uh, do you also uh, reject certain books of the uh, Hebrew scriptures the uh, from the Old Testament, is, as we call uh, it? Not necessarily, but I do believe that the Old Testament is not in order. In, in, so. Not in order? Well, are you referring so, you're referring to the way we put it in our English Bibles? Is that what you're referring to? Yes. Well, I mean that's just a fact of that's just a fact. It's 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 not done according well, yeah, to well, chronological yeah, well, order. Well, it's, well, done in, it's done according to genre. I mean that's that's. Well, well, that, well, I'm just saying that that just I just feel like it's out of order. But yes, I do. I there's nothing in there that I, I don't agree with. Well, it's not. I'm, I'm just saying that's. That's just a, a fact. It's not necessarily just your feeling. The the the, the, the they're not arranged that way. Uh, so you don't okay, reject yeah. any of the Old Testament, but you reject all of the New Testament except your uh, the four Gospels and some of Acts. Which that that one's especially odd to me because you have well, the same I, I, author. I didn't say some of Acts. I didn't say some of Acts. He just underscored. I'm still studying. I'm still looking over. It. I'm not okay. What so about on first, it yet. What about first, second, and third John and Revelation? Since uh. John wrote the Gospel of John and also those. Do you not accept those either? Well, I look at Revelations and, and I look at Daniel and I see a lot of similarities. I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't know if it was forged. I don't know. It was the book of Revelations. I, like I say, it's, it's very similar to the book of Daniel. So, I really okay, don't. I really so, don't know. As I said, I, I told you what I subscribe to for the New Testament. Okay, so so do you see why um, you may not be a, a one Wester, but there's still some severe disagreements. Well, I, I well, like I say, um, I don't feel like the, those books are needed. I don't. I don't feel like those are needed to for my salvation. What okay? What is needed for your salvation, under your understanding? Well, you have to follow the the law, statutes, and commandments first of all. Oh well, then you're doomed to judgment then, because you don't follow them. How am I doing the judgment? Uh, have you ever coveted? Have I ever coveted? What does that have to do with if, if um? The, because that'd be breaking I, I, one of the the commandments in the Decalogue. Have you ever coveted? No. You've never coveted? You've never seen something someone else has and wanted it in your heart? Oh, a, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in a, yeah, I mean, in a, well, in no, a not, way not, that's no, not no. a healthy way. But I mean in a way that – I mean not, you, not, 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 not necessarily. No, I can't say that. I'm not sure what your answer is, but have you have – you, um, I'm have saying you no. I'm a, saying a, no. Have you deceived anyone at any point in your life? Have you told a half truth? I mean, we all lie. Yes, we all right. lie. Right. So, so someone. you broke, so you broke that one as well, right? Have you ever taken something okay. that was not yours, or desired to take I something mean, that was I, not yours? I mean, I, I mean, people in the Old Testament broke the law, and exactly. So, okay. Hoshea, you just said the way I'm saved is by keeping the law, statutes, and commandments. But I'm, I just showed you that you, you can't keep them. How can I not keep them? Well, you just admitted to breaking several of them. 
Yes, um, but the, the, those I wrote that book before I was even in the truth when I was a Christian. So you have not sinned since you've come to the truth. You have you've committed no sin. I feel like sin is controllable. Well, I feel it, like once you come to an understanding, I feel like once you come to an understanding, I feel like certain things is common sense. I don't know what not to do. Yes. Well, if it's come, common sense, short, why does it need to be? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I hold on one second. Because it also, I understand that y'all y'all teach grace, and in the Old Testament, in the Torah Tanakh, there is grace all throughout the Torah Tanakh, and also in the Torah Tanakh. Cause well, wait, are you saying by grace to, then? Uh, alluding to, huh? So you just said there's grace in the Torah Tanakh. Um, so are you actually saved by grace and not by the works of keeping the law? Then is that how you're actually saved? You say, you brought up grace just now. Is that how you're saved, actually, instead of uh, keeping the law? I didn't say that. I said there is oh, grace shown throughout the Because there is grace shown throughout the Old Testament. Y'all act like that grace is a New Testament concept. No, oh, no, we do not. No, oh, yes, no, I mean, no, a no. lot of Christians, I mean, a lot of Christians no. do. A lot of Christians do hold that view. For, yes, yes, y'all do. <laughs> If anybody uh, says that, they don't understand. No, there's not I mean, a there God. There are a lot of, of Christian preachers that teach that, and I don't see. Well, I, don't, I don't see y'all going at them at all. I can I can name a lot of denominations that teach that. The Church of Christ teach that. The Baptist Church teach that. The Church no, no, of no, no, God no, stop, Christ stop, stop. teach that. The Baptist Church, brother, that's not even a thing. There's different types of Baptists, and I can tell you for you for a okay. fact. I can tell you for a fact. I, 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 can, tell you, I, I can tell you some Baptist church <laughs> out here in Houston that teaches. Maybe you can, or maybe you're misunderstanding their message. I think that's a little more likely okay. because I'll tell you right now, if you're a Reformed Baptist, for example, or most varieties mm-hmm. of Southern Baptists, you understand that God has always been a God of grace. Uh, let me give you okay. an example right right from the jump. Um, you, you recognize mm-hmm. that God could have smited Adam and Eve right away when they sinned, mm-hmm. but he didn't. Mm. Okay. He gave them he gave them a gift. They did not earn. He could have done the same thing with Cain. I mean, mm-hmm. God has always been a God of grace. But here's the thing, it's interesting. You first so, you said, you, well, so, so, so if, if he's always been a God of grace, then why can I say that there is grace in the Old Testament which you have to keep the law? Well, uh because see, that's here's the way it went. Here's how it happened. This is why the train is interesting. I said, how are you saved? And you said, by keeping this law. And then I brought up yeah. how you can't keep the law. Then you resorted to grace. You should have started with grace. That's how you're saved, not by keeping the law. If you're saved at all, you're saved really? by grace. By grace and grace alone so I can break the law and, and I'm good as long as I just got God and Yahusha in my heart. So um, that question you just asked, God that question – I have. I'm yeah, asking that, you. As long as I have God and Yahushua in my heart, I got grace. And is yeah, that is so all I need? Can I, Hoshia, um That question you just asked has that been dealt with in the Bible anywhere? Do you know? I'm asking. No, no. I'm asking you. As long as I have. I know. I know. But I'm asking you. Heart. Are you aware? Are you aware of any place where that exact question, literally that exact question you just asked, are you I aware of any it, place? I understand your question, but I, I I had a question to you, so I'm asking. So that's all I need is those two things. I don't need nothing else. I can go out here and do whatever I want, but as right. long as so, I have God and Jesus, Yah and Yahusha. Hoshia, have you ever heard me say what you just said? 
Um, I heard, you yeah, can, I mean, you, you've heard saying, me say that you saying, can just you, live you, reckless you, and wild. I mean, are you saying that uh, you say great? You're only saved by grace. So you so you Roman, say that you need the law too, right? What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can mm-hmm. we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that mm-hmm. all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ is raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Mm-hmm. So, Let's, so the, answer, the funny thing is, the answer, mm-hmm. the, the, the answer to the question is in the very scripture that you reject. Yeah, I heard you. And, and the reason why that question is in there is because everybody mm-hmm. asks that question once they understand the message of the gospel, but uh-huh. that's asking from a misconception, and that's why Paul has to deal with mm-hmm. it. That's not the only place. I believe the book of James also deals with it. There's multiple places, but uh, that yeah. question is dealt with, and the answer is okay. God forbid. Certainly not. Okay, so so I, I got to keep the law as well, right? You can't keep the law. You already demonstrated. I don't know what you mean by I got to keep the law. You cannot keep I the law. To, I have to. I have to abide. I can't just, like you say, live recklessly. And I have to live according to the way he wants me to live, right? Uh, according to the covenant. But the problem is, since you reject what, a lot of the New what, Testament. What, what's the difference? And when did the new covenant begin? Because I don't. This is the cup. This, well, Christ, you, so you hold to the gospels, right? I hold to the gospel, but I right. I, I hold that the restoration of of Israel and the second advent of Christ has hasn't happened yet. Okay, well let me ask you though, uh, does, what does that have to do with when the new covenant is in effect? Because, because what does because the new what covenant does Christ say about is, this? Hold on, hold on. The new covenant isn't isn't going to be into effect until the second advent of Christ and the restoration the, the restoration. Of Israel, that's the completion of the new covenant, but that doesn't mean we're not living in the no, new covenant now. That that is that is the beginning of the new covenant. All right. Well, let and me that, since you since you hold to right since you hold uh-huh. to the gospels. Let's read Matthew. Okay. Uh, Matthew twenty six verse twenty six. Now as they were eating, mm-hmm. Jesus took bread and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, "Take eat. This is my body." And so he took a cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, "Drink of it, all of you, for this is my." Blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I'll not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in the Father's kingdom. Now, when did Jesus pour out his blood for the forgiveness of sins? Yeah, I heard the verse. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm following you. I know, but I'm saying, I'm he's saying, this is the blood of my covenant, which is poured out for forgiveness of sins. When did he pour that blood out? Uh... I don't, I don't know. I don't have a verse in front of me. Well, no, you don't have to give a verse. I'm not trying to do a pop quiz. I'm just saying it's when he died, correct? That's when he poured his yeah, blood oh, out, okay, right? Yeah. yeah. Right, okay. So that's the initiation of the new covenant, and that's why the last words uh, really that we have Jesus saying is – you know, one of the last things he said is, it is finished. What is finished? <laughs> that's – brother, like – like that's what I'm saying. He's saying, like, that he, he's saying that the law is finished. He's saying that the old covenant is finished. Is that what he was referring to? Can you say, no, he's can talking you about what he said. That's <laughs> that's not what he. That's not what uh, he's saying. That okay. the mission he the 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 mission of the cross, right? 
the, you know, he called yeah. it, it's called his passion. Uh, that, yeah. that aspect of his work is done. He, and so if you don't see how the new covenant is initiated in that act, when so he's I'm saying, saying so, this is the blood of so, my covenant, which poured out, but I'm saying that shows we're in the new covenant. So I'm asking that's, when he died on the, the cross, is it, when he died on the cross, that was the end of the old covenant? Uh, uh, that the, there's a whole transition, really. Uh, the kind of, the kind of, kind of, you might all go all the way to the ascension, perhaps, if you wanted to. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm asking, when, like, is, is, like, is, 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 is it? In essence, like, that's why the temple. That's why the temple veil like, ripped. Did it, you, you know, did the it, temple veil. Like, like, why do you like, real quick? It, let me respond. Let me respond to him real quick. Um, now, you, I'm pretty sure you know about contracts. You know about terms, conditions, and penalties. Oh, we deal course, with this stuff yeah. all day long. Right, right, right. So, so it's just like if you got a T-Mobile phone, right? And on your okay. T-Mobile phone, you have a, a, a certain, you have a, a terms, conditions, and penalties to keep that contract. You know, yeah. uh, but with the, you know, and, and so, so you, you, you familiar with that? Well, okay. If you violate one of those things, then you have actually voided your contract. And so okay. what happens is you need to you need to have some type of re, uh, so it's reinstatement or some type of redemption plan or something like that. In other words, okay. so here's the thing. Okay, the Old Testament, right? When the, whatever the blood. I, I, I asked the. Right, 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 right. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna get there. I'm get, I'm gonna get there right now. Whatever okay. the blood touches is up under the covenant. Whatever the blood touches is under the covenant. When you look at the Old mm-hmm. Testament, you had the tabernacle being sprinkled mm-hmm. with blood. You had the vessels. Mm-hmm. You had the people. And you also had the book, right? You had okay. four things that were sprinkled with blood, right? So uh-huh. that, that, that that's in the covenant, right? Okay, so, mm-hmm. so watch this. Blood initiates the covenant. Now, hold on for a mm-hmm. minute. Where's your tabernacle at? I'm listening to you. I'm 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 with you. I'm following you. Okay, okay. So let me ask you a question. Where's your tabernacle at? Where's where's the temple at? Where, where's my temple? Yeah, where's the temple at? There is no temple. Where's it at? It's gone, okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the second temple was destroyed. Okay, now why was the temple destroyed? Because they broke the covenant, right? They broke the covenant, and yeah, okay, God now, allowed, now, 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 allowed now. it to be destroyed. Now, okay. So now you have the vessels. Where's your vessels at? They gone. You don't have them. Yeah, it, it, I mean well, everything is gone. Okay. Yeah, I, I okay. So if, if everything, everything is well, lost, the, the, the people, the people themselves was lost. They was lost in doctrine, and then also yeah, they was upon the things yeah. in the book, and that's where they were scattered. So all of those fall up under the very covenant. So when you say this covenant, and you look at the old covenant, you saying you're keeping the covenant. The book is clear in Deuteronomy twenty-seven and twenty-six. Mm-hmm. It says that you must do all those things in that book. All of those things follow up under the blood. Everything that you see, those commandments, those instructions at that time, if you're not doing that, then you're up under. It goes back to what Paul said. You say you don't deal with Paul, but Paul knows the law better than you because Paul uh-huh. says in there, he say, he quotes the Old Testament. He says, cursed uh-huh. is the man that continue yeah. not in all the, to do the things in all the law, right, in the book, to yeah, do yeah. them. Now, why would he say that? He says that because he's a man that understands contract. He understands covenant. So evidently, you're thinking that you're keeping the law. You're not keeping it. Now, the New Testament, it does come with instructions. It does come with terms, and there are conditions to that. Now, me and Vocat, we might differ on that on some things, but so can, there okay. is. So, so can, you, can you give me your interpretation? You said y'all, y'all differ on that. Can you give me your interpretation of it? Of the uh, terms of this country, this new contract we supposedly under already. 
I mean, you need to walk by the Spirit. You need to walk by the Spirit. In other words, here's the thing. If you walk in the Spirit, then are you the children of God. Then are you the sons of God, children of God. And how do you and by and by walking in the spirit, you should you wouldn't do the things that concerning the flesh, which is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of the life. You wouldn't do those things. So, so can, I ask, the can I ask you a question? In, Jer- in Jeremiah, when it said that he will um, give the second covenant to Israel and Judah, he didn't mention no other nation. How can the second covenant? How can it be already happen? Let me ask that. When the, when did the when did the rest of, when did the the resurrection uh, the, res, the, the 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 restoring of Israel happen in history? Right. Let me answer that. Let me answer that. Now, here's the thing. Now, the scriptures is clear, and this is why I always say, I always say this because you got to know the gospel because the gospel was okay. preached before Israel before Israel was even there. The gospel was preached right in the book of Genesis. Right there, when the man fell, the gospel was preached, and the, uh, and Ron uh-huh. Shields know that. Now watch this. Now let me give you this. Now Jeremiah thirty-one, right? And, and, what, tells and, you and what is the gospel? And what is the gospel again? The death, burial, and resurrection. The death, the burial, death. and resurrection. Uh-huh. And do you right? also subscribe to the Trinity? But let's we we gonna get to that because you jumping now. Okay. You trying to divert. I, I, now, hold I, I, on. I was just Jer- asking a yes or no. Right. I was just asking yeah, a yes or no question. We'll get to that, Jeremiah. But you still haven't Jeremiah, answered my first yes or no question. I'm finna, I'm finna, I'm finna, listen, okay. listen, bro. I don't know if you're trying to be smart or whatever. No, but no, I'm, I'm just, just trying I'm to. Just, I'm just, because right, right. both of y'all, it was just a yes or no question. Right, right, right. But hold on. Yeah. These questions that you're asking is more than just yes or no. We can yes or no response. They take more than a yes or no response. I mean, somebody like, asked instance, me yes or no. You asked. Hold In Christ, hold on. In Christ, that law has been fulfilled. There is. It's, 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 you so, ain't doing so you're saying. So, so, so basically, back to my question, right? So the law died on the cross with Christ, is what you're saying. In in Christ, definitely. Uh-huh. And those that are outside of Christ, they're up under the penalty mm-hmm. of the law because they're not doing what's contained in the law. Are you doing what's contained in the law? So uh, I'm asking, no, so you're saying yes, right? Right. You're not doing all what's contained in the law. But let me get to that Jeremiah 31 because that's very mm-hmm. important because right then and there, that's when you start realizing. Then, then you I'm, I'm going to answer your question after you are. All right, uh, no, I, I don't. No, I, I want to bring something out in Jeremiah 31. I yeah, yeah, that's what I said. After you, uh, after you say this, I'm gonna uh, ask you. <laughs> right, cool. you say this. Do I do right, everything cool. in the law? All right, cool. Now, okay, Jeremiah 31, right? It says, uh-huh. let's look at it. Matter of fact, let's go grab it. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. Because you'll sit up there and say this is just for Israel, and it's more than that. For Israel, but I'm asking, when did the when did Israel get restored. All right, so when let's did, look at this real when, quick. Did, when did Israel get restored for the second covenant to even happen? We 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 finna get off to watch what it says. It says, "Behold, the days come," said the Lord, "that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel, and with mm-hmm. the house of Judah." And watch what he says. Mm-hmm. He says, yes. "Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that mm-hmm. I took them by their hand." To bring them out of the land of Egypt, which covenant they break? Now let me ask you a question: What covenant did Israel break with the Lord? 
They were whoring other at other uh, after other gods. I mean, all no, I, I'm asking what co- what they broke the first covenant, right? Yeah, yeah, they broke the first covenant. So, w- would this second covenant be according to the first covenant? Because he just said not according to the covenant that he made with their fathers when he brought them out of Egypt, the co- with my covenant which they broke. He said it's not according mm-hmm. to that. Now let's read mm-hmm. on. Look what it says. It says, mm-hmm. it says, but this should be the covenant that I will make. With the house of Israel After those days said the Lord I will put my law In their inward parts Now you will tell you will stop right there And you will say Oh he's going to take those instructions uh, Those teachings Of the first covenant And put it in your heart Nah that's not that's partial That's not what he's talking uh-huh. about is what he's talking, talking about, about is what he told what he told you in the book, what in the gospels, which you say that you that you teach, that you I mean that you deal with. He says that the spirit, when he the comes, spirit. he shall teach you all things. He shall instruct you of the things that I have given you. So right here where it says law, the, the, look up that, that word that in the Hebrew. That word is Torah. That word means teaching, instructions. So what this says is, what this is really translating uh-huh. and saying is this is. It says, but this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those yeah. days, said the Lord, I will put my uh-huh. teachings, my instructions yeah. in their inward yeah, parts. Yeah. The only in way the he can part. put his teaching. Well, hold on, brother. The only way that he can put his teachings and his instructions in your inner inward parts is by guidance yeah. of the Holy Spirit, bro. Guidance of the yeah, Holy Spirit right. yeah, and the right. Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit bears witness to the Word. So the very teachings that we see that Christ was teaching of the New Testament, while He was fulfilling mm-hmm. the Old Testament, bringing the New into place, those very teachings these are spirit. In the law, there is no thing to say if I look at a woman that that uh, I can be judged for looking at a woman. Where is that at in the law, bro? Show me that. Show me where I can look at a woman and be judged for. Where in the New Testament you can look at the, look at a woman and be judged for that by the spirit of uh, the, the spirit of God will convict you of that. In the Old Testament there is no such law of that. Show me that, bro. So the New Testament is really dealing with things of the heart, the circumcision of the heart, and it's being led by the Spirit to instruct you. So what it's saying is here, I will teach you, I will instruct you, I will put my instructions in you. So what I'm saying is this, bro, is we see that God has different instructions for different times, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. And we've seen him do it. We've seen him take a uh, 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 change the diet of man. We've seen him also go different ways that he wanted to go, but he went another way due to the fact of the disobedience of man. So that's all I'm saying, bro. And all, and I just want to ask this one thing. Ask you this one question. Can you hear me? Hello. Hoshia, Hoshia. Oh, he's not. Oh, he looks like he's not on the line. Okay. Well, hey, brother, call back. Uh, hey, we got a couple callers on the line as well. Um, you guys, if you want to talk, please, please make sure you hit one because uh, right now y'all are not doing that. We'll try to get this brother back on the line. In the meantime, I'm gonna play. A brief little song, a brief little song, and then we'll jump right back on here and uh, get this thing going. All right. I can't remember the first time I seen it or felt it. Tell me about its meaning. 
probably got it with mama Daddy had it in commas His living was like a sentence That Jackie was not a part of Classmates taught me the art of his drama When they kept it to make him happy The tactics, Adam's karma Caught up in the winter when I will swim in his lens But I don't think he sees me Time flies with genies Wishing upon a star Did it switch seats with Stevie Clint's teeth to eat me Alive, I highly doubt it When one is without it They live like cowards Say they got it but they language wrong They live like babble I live like sour bitter because it's hidden Tell me where to find it, I'ma get it Until I live in it with no permission A prescription to the mission of my vision I'm a killer, I'm a villain, I'm a Christian Depending on Love, in my soul It got two sides to the right Here we go, Ooh, like they unite with the highs and the lows Not gonna play the entire song because it looks like we got everybody back in the line. This is Vocab Malone. You are listening to Shield Squad Radio. G Con, you can hear me nice and clear. You on the line, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You clear, you clear. All right, cool. Let me make sure we got Hoshiya. Hoshiya, are you back? Are you back on the line, my friend? Okay. Hoshiya, can you hear me? Yes. All right, all right. There we go. Yeah. So, hey, that's a good place uh, to break because. Uh, what I wanted to try to really see, because you kind of um, intimated that you had like a different perspective, right? And you wanted to kind of introduce your perspective to people. So what is it, you know, that you guys are doing and that you hold to and that you believe that is different uh, than others? What What are some of the nuances in your understanding of the truth? Well, you said difference, first of all. We don't subscribe to the 12 try chart. Okay. Um, we don't subscribe um, to Esau being the white man. Right, okay. Um, we, uh, it's just a lot of things that one with opposed. And I, I'm not going to say that everything that they teach I disagree with because they're my brothers at the end of the day. Can I? What? what whether would you I say? feel like they're, whether I feel like they're a little radical, well, a lot of radical, of what they do sometimes. When you say they they're your your brothers, what do you mean yeah. by they're your brothers? I mean, your brothers in, I, in what I, way? I, I feel like, well, I feel like, I well, we 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 agree on one thing, well, a few things, and one of them being that I do feel like the Negro people. Are Israel? Not everybody okay. that's black is an Israelite. Not everybody that's white is not an Israelite. That you have people that look like Justin Timberlake that right. could be an Israelite. So does you know anybody that, who believes that? that, that, say that that's, you say, does, does anybody, anybody who believe believes that? Are they your brother? They, they if they be believe, white. if if anyone believes that, or does that make them your brother? If they believe what I believe. Yeah, I was specifically I mean, about uh, black Americans about being descended from being Israel. Israel. I mean, I mean, I mean, nah. I mean, when I say my brother, we are part of the same community. We, uh, of course, you could you call your Christian brothers brother, right? Yeah, because what I know the reason is because we both believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm asking exactly. you and we both as Israelites, we both believe that we're. Of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, so we will be 
really brothers. So, so, so you just do you strictly mean ethnic brothers because you mentioned beliefs, which is it an ethnic brotherhood or is it a belief brotherhood? Well, I would say both in the in the Abrahamic tradition and the Semitic faith. You so know, is I, I Zion believe, Lex is Zion Lex your brother? Yes, Zion Lex is so my he, brother. Divine he doesn't even believe brother. he doesn't even believe Yeshua is the Mashiach, and yet he's your brother. Yes, I mean, like I said, we it, it, Zion Lex is somebody who researched our whole to the highest. I look at his research and Divine Prospects research. Well, does research together. does good research and, make you a brother? And, and, well, not just that. Well, with everything that he does for his people, and everything that Divine does for the, his people, like that voice makes him my brother. His actions go with his words. Everything that he do, he say. You know what I'm saying? It's not just an act. You know what I'm saying? He's he's really about what he say. Okay, is is General Yahana the leader of the ICPK? Is he your brother? Um, I have problems with. Their doctrine, but of course. Is he your brother, though? Um, yeah. In what way is he your brother? I mean, he's, like I said, if we, he ascribed to the, and if he is the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, then yeah, he's my brother. Okay, so he's your brother because you're ethnically related, you believe. I don't have to, I don't have to subscribe to everything that he subscribes to, no. I'm saying, but it's because. I, mean, I, I don't. So, how do you know General Yohanna is an Israelite? I say, I say, if he, if if he's an Israelite, if if he, what he's saying is true, what we, what we believe is true, and I and I says I stand firm on what I believe in, then yeah, I'm not gonna just yeah, just say he's not my brother. Yeah, he's my brother. It's crazy okay. to say that he's not my brother. Yeah. Well, he doesn't. To, uh, it's not crazy. True, yeah. I just, I'm okay saying he's not my brother. He doesn't believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ, I, so I don't, I don't have any problems I mean, saying he's you, not my brother. You don't subscribe to, you don't subscribe to the thing that I would say me and him agree on. And well, so what? The, but do you see Hoshia? What this shows? This shows that fundamental and most foundational to your belief system is whether someone mm-hmm. has this understanding of ethnic identity as you, not if they believe the gospel of Jesus Christ. But believing something about your ethnic identity never saved anybody. But I didn't say it had to save you because like I said I don't agree with a lot of things that he teach. I didn't say that him being my brother is gonna save him. That didn't come out of my mouth. I said he's my brother. I ain't say he's gonna be saved. That's between him and the Most High. I don't know if I'm gonna be saved. You don't know if you're okay. gonna be saved. G Con don't know if he's gonna be saved. <laughs> we don't know. Well, I think well, there's an old hymn called "Blessed Assurance," and I think mm-hmm. that you can say that. Uh, that if if you're you're in Christ, if you're not united with Christ, then you are saved. You know, I think that's I a mean, promise. You can say you, you can say you can say you done things right. Everybody make mistakes. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? No, no, we don't. My, we don't base our salvation see, on what we've done. We base it on what Christ has done. That's the difference between us right Christ there. So let's like, go back to what I was saying. So I could just do anything. I'm confused on what you. Did what I say that? Believe. Oh, she got. Did I hold up? Did I say? You, you know, you said, say you, you said it's not based off what I do. It's based off what Christ do. If Hoshi, well, if it's based upon what, what you do, if it's based upon uh, what you do, you're in a uh-huh. world of hurt because you, so, like me, so are a sinner. So, so explain, explain to me how is it based off what Christ do. But at the same time, I can't do it whatever I want. Explain. Okay. I'm just confused. Stop. Please stop adding this thing about I can do whatever I want because I never said that. So if you could just 
maybe not min, not add that since I didn't but add that. But every time I say something about the law or or doing something that you say no. Okay. What is what we do? Let me show you. Let me show you from the from the Hebrew scriptures. Um, Abraham blanked God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. What's that missing word there? Abraham blanked God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. Do you know the missing word? Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. Yep. So how did Abraham get counted as righteous? What 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 in, in, in the book in the book of Genesis it say that he did his his law studies and commandments. Well, no, no, bro. When Abraham believed God at that time, was he circumcised yet? Mm-hmm. I, I'm listening to you. I, yeah. Well, I mean, do you uh, know the answer to that I, question? I, mean, I don't was, know. I, I mean, I, I can't, the answer I can't is no. Yes no. Well, just follow. Well, no, no, you you can say because you just got to follow the chronology of the narrative. He had not been circumcised uh-huh. yet. So he didn't follow that uh, law, statute, and commandment. He hadn't even can, been circumcised yet. Can you tell yet. me, can you, can you tell me uh, where, where did you say you had to follow the what now? Follow the chronology of the narrative, meaning the, later the on in the narrative. The chronology of the narrative, right? Yeah, so, later on he wh- gets circumcised. Where did you, where, where did, how did you follow the chronology of the I read Genesis like, 15 you, where he was uh, uh-huh. counted as righteous, and then I read Genesis 17 where he was circumcised. Uh-huh. So Genesis 15 yeah. came before Genesis 17. That's how how we do that. And in verse 6 says, he believed mm-hmm. the Lord, and it counted to him as righteousness. So mm-hmm. what made Abraham righteous in God's sight? Was it Abraham's good acts? I mean, the, the first commandment is believing believe in the most high, so yes. That's not the first commandment. It says, don't have any other gods bef- uh, before, before me. me. Yes, before me. Okay, that's, so that's, he, that's, he that's, believed. That, that's believing. That, 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 if I take my belief off the most high and pity to Baal or another god, that's, <laughs> that's, that's not the, the first commandment. That's but, not the context of the passage, is that because James I'm says asking. even the even the demons in hell believe in God, mm-hmm. but uh, you know they okay. they ain't they ain't they ain't they ain't all right. They shaking their boots, you know, at, at the fact yeah. in a manner of speaking. So what it means is Abraham yeah, trusts God. Abraham has a trust yeah, in Yahweh. That's how he's counted as righteous, not by his good deeds. So if you're relying on your good deeds, you're in a world of trouble because God is holy. And that's why when Isaiah had a vision of the Lord in Isaiah chapter 6, he realized he was a man of unclean lips. And guess what? Me and Jikon, we are like Isaiah. We're men of unclean lips. And guess what, Hoshea? So are you all. So are you. And God will judge that if you're counting on your own righteousness. The sacrifices yeah. in the old covenant so, never so, were meant so, to take away so your sin. So being a good person, so being a good person means nothing. You're not. That's you're missing it. Do you guys want to You said you said doing work. Hold on. What's going on? Wait, stop, stop, stop. What's going on? I I don't have another lineup. You have someone else on the line with you? Yes, my hello. Oh, okay. Well, you should have let us know, bro. But all of a sudden, is, there's a voice coming from heaven, and we don't know about it. Please introduce yourself, sister. Hi, Shalom. My name is Rena. How you doing, Rena? Um, I, I'm good, and you? I'm doing all right. All right. Is, I, it, I, is it just you, or is there somebody else as well? I think um, Ak Edric is also on the line. You say Cedric? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Edric. Yeah. Eli, we, uh, we were just listening in. 
No, it's okay. I don't want to know who. Did you say Ezra or Cedric? He's a Eli. No, Eli. 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 Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, excellent. All right. Well, now we know. Hey, well, welcome. And and just so everybody knows, what is the name uh, of your guys's research team? Uh, breaking the veil. Breaking the veil. Breaking the veil. All right, awesome. Explain um, the the name, the uh, reason or significance behind your name. What's uh, the reason you guys call yourself that? I guess it's because we're um, we're we're kind of a centric. I don't me myself. First of all, we're not a monolith. Like. Um, I don't, me, myself, personally, I don't subscribe to the term Hebrew Israelite anymore. Yeah, yeah, I was going to... I call myself a follower of Yahuwah, only because, one, that term Hebrew Israelite as a compound word, you can't find it anywhere in scripture, and B, because that actual term Hebrew Israelite has become so corrupted. I mean, the term Hebrew in itself is... Yeah, Hebrew's not even a Hebrew word. Yeah, it's not even a Hebrew word. So, you know, I just call myself a follower of Yahuwah, but we, uh, we're not a monolith. Us within the community of being in truth, we're not a, we're not a monolith, but, um, just me, me, Eli, and, um, Hoshiah, ourselves, we're kind of eccentric. We think a little bit differently than some so-called, um, Israelites think, um, so the name Case though breaking point. the breaking the veil what what does that name mean? I mean it, it's it's as far as like finding the truth behind things, looking at it, thinking outside the box. Like I said, yeah, we, we don't we don't subscribe to the normal Israelite doctrine. We we look at things from a different different a different viewpoint. Like you say, like when I came in, I came in under a camp. Like, like I came from straight from Christianity. To G, to almost joining GOCC, but I I had brothers like Divine Prospect and Diane Lex that I was looking to, and those brothers inspired me to research on my own and dig and go more of a historical and cultural sense and more of a different view of spirituality, and that All right. led me to think more out. And more visually than what the because the, the Israelites they I feel like they think like more religious than what they proclaim to be true because they're under a camp doctrine. Okay, so and, everybody, uh, if I can add research, one thing to that. Okay, um, go ahead. Eli, go ahead. Me, so like, uh, but yeah, uh, like you said, we don't all agree to the same thing. It was funny when you brought up uh, Brother Zion Lex, like we do refer to him as a brother because he's our brother. So that's why we were breaking the veil because, like, the scripture, and, and at that moment, the veil of the temple we, we was torn each other up from top to That's body. why we don't yeah. agree to everything. Right. It's about right. making each other better. So everybody um, on the line and, and on the team um, would believe they're uh, a physical descendant from Abraham, right? Well, I, I, like I said, I don't subscribe to the term Hebrew Israelite. Whether I, well, I didn't, I didn't say that. I just said not. a physical descendant of of Abraham, well, Isaac, well, and yes, correct? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. And how how significant in in the scheme of things? How important do you believe that is? Uh, well, as I said, the, 
the second advent hasn't happened, so the resurrection, the, the restoring, the, the the restoring of Israel can't happen. No, I mean, how important well, are you, are you asking, is how important uh, on, is it to oh, is it to God that you're that you uh, would be descended also, from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? How important is the uh, the Israelites to God? Is what you're asking? No, the fact that you um. Would if someone says I'm a Hebrew mm-hmm. or I'm an Israelite or they say yeah. I'm a descendant physically, um, how significant right now do you believe is, that would is be? That the God? He, he said yeah. how how important is that that how um, important is the Israelites basically to God? Well, I'm not the fact that somebody no, how, would no, be. How, how important is it if we're descendant? If we're actual yes. blood there descendants? There you go. Yes. Right? Yes. I Thank mean, you. All right. I mean, I, I mean that doesn't like I say it's about keeping the law. That um. As you can see, two two Israelites only made it to the promised land, and Moshe wasn't even one of the ones who made it to the promised land. So do you think? I don't do you think, guys think? Do you I, think? Do you guys think Caleb? Because you said two Israelites. Do you think Caleb was an Israelite? doesn't go against it either. I mean, he was property of the Israelites going into okay. the land, and and you give up your nationality, right? That's the point. Of Yah as the deity, right. you know what I'm saying, and not any mm-hmm. man. If you ask for a king, he'll give you a king. You know, like those are the prescriptions. Like he said, a legal contract. If you subscribe to this and you agree to it, this is what you have to deal with now. And, and our Father loves us in the grace, the grace that we balance with, and He's walking with us through it until the day of judgment, like we all subscribe to. And that's one of the major points that we agree on, like a, a common denominator. Right, because you know Caleb's described as a as a Kenizzite. and according to Genesis okay, fifteen where, where, where? nineteen, the Kenizzites mm-hmm. are contemporaries of Abraham, but they're they're not Hebrews, you know. Oh, contemporaries of Abraham, but not Hebrews. Can yeah, the Kenizzites it? are the Kenizzites are not Hebrews are not Hebrews. They're a different eth- ethnic group. What is the meaning of a Hebrew? The uh, one who crosses uh-huh. over. But I don't know well, what that has to do. Crosses over what? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that has to do. From the land. Oh, so wait, uh-huh. you you say so? It's metaphorical then. If oh. anyone crosses over, you believe they're they're. Uh, but I, I thought it had to do. <laughs> Did with he physically. walk in the righteous path? Okay, if 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 we come and we say, hey, we got this righteous new teaching, you know, and and Yah has put it on our heart and our mind to to put our lives on the line, to put our our everything, our image, everything can go down the drain because of this decision that we're making. And we're telling you that it's the truth. If you decide to walk with us and you cross over with us, what are you now? Well, how do you, how do you know you're an Israelite in the first place, though? That's what I'm trying to say. I, I stand on Because, you know, I see I see subscribe to that, and I start realizing once I start studying history. Well, at the end of the day, being an Israelite is a small part of what it is. That's, 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 that's the point that we're trying to make to y'all. It's not about just being an Israelite with us. It's, it's about the whole aspect of what the truth is about. It's about the what the New Testament speaks of as far as prophecy and everything that goes along with it. Well, when you say the New Testament, when you say the New Testament, you just mean the the four Gospels, right? Because you don't really hold the New Testament. You just mean the four Gospels? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about about the prophecies of the Old Testament. I'm talking about the things that's spoken by the Old Testament. Even the prophecies in the Gospels. Okay. So when you say you listen to the line, 
it, it, y'all focus on us being Israelites. We saying that we subscribe to the truth of the matter. Well, well, hold on, wait, wait, Christian. wait, wait, wait. Divine Ron, okay. Ron Shields, uh-huh. Ron Shields, the position that he strongly takes a position that he himself is an Israelite, and and he mm-hmm. and he he says that they have to restore things back to their culture, reconstruct the the the, the biblical text, the canon, and he yeah. says that he has the duty to do that because he's an Israelite. Now, my my question is this is. And I've been asking this, and I've, I even wanted to debate Ron Shields on this. I really want to see listen, uh, vocab debate on this. Well, listen, but how do he know that he's an Israelite? And how do you validate uh-huh. that you're an Israelite just as well? And, and the other well, brothers and sisters is on this phone, too. Well, well, a, the, the, uh, hold on. Well, the, well, we can't speak for Divine because Divine is his own man. He's not here right now, but... I'll say that he has research I know that he's spoken about as far as his lineage. So I guess he can speak on that for himself. Well, let, me, let, me, let me share. Let me share. Let me share experience. Let me share this experience with you with Divine with Ron Shields because I'm not going to call him Divine anymore. His name is Ron Shields. Um, All right. Ron, Ron Shields is a street. Ron Shields. Ron Shields is is a liar, and I'm going to tell you why I say that. Okay, uh-huh. I, asked, I asked Ron Shields. I had Ron Shields. I said, Ron, uh-huh. how do you know you're Israelite? And we had uh-huh. this whole topic. This yeah. whole topic. Hey, can can, yeah. can you hear me? I can hear you. I got whole topic. I'm listening right. to you, brother. Well, well, listen, well, listen, brother. Can you stop saying uh huh and yeah? That's real. This is distracting, brother. Just want to let you know okay. that. Okay, I'm, I'm listening to you. Cool, cool, cool. All right, cool. All right, so mm-hmm. so Ron Shields, we had a we had a discussion, right? And in this discussion, it was on Facebook. In the discussion, Ron Shields said on there that he has some genetic. Uh, he he can do. He has some. He 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 can trace genetically. He can trace genetically by a triangular study that he himself is an Israelite. And I I screenshotted it and I asked him, what did he mean by that? Guess what? He never even came. With what he meant by that, and he deleted the post. He deleted that. You know why he deleted that? Because not only would you have to trace historically or culturally and biblically, you also have to trace also genetically. Because these groups that are saying that they are Jews around the world, right, they share something with each other, whether it's biblically, whether it's uh, uh, dealing with extra, extra, extra biblical sources, connecting them back to the land, but also genetically. Why do Ron Shields leave that out of his his research? He never talks to he never talks about those groups that say that they are Jews. That when they do a DNA study, that they they have genetic uh, 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 data that's on them that they share by using the biological clock that's in them. Which say when they use molecular clocks to trace back these different genes that they share within the genomes and sequences. He never talks about that. Because we can look at these various of Jews around the world, and if they say that they are Jews, the first thing they do is they look at historical data, extra histor- extra biblical historical data. They look at the data that's in the Bible, which is history too. Plus, they also look at the culture and the different practices, and then they look at genetically. Do they share some genetically? Because we know mm-hmm. that during the times from 70 A.D. all the way up mm-hmm. to we start getting to like the 15, 1600s, there's a okay. uh, there's three. Religions. There's Christianity, 
There's Islam. There's Islam. Also, uh, also Judaism. Right? So, okay, so, so yeah. right, when we see those three religions, a lot of those, yeah, a lot of, and I, and I understand what you're saying. You here, second temple. You said first temple practices among what we see in West no, Africa. What, what, what I'm saying is, is that divine, first of all, divine practice is not here to defend himself. That, I said that at the beginning. So I said, yeah, I'd rather hear your guys' reasons. I'd rather hear your guys' reasons, what you think for yourself. So, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. That man, he ain't, he ain't on, on my, he, he's not a part of my research team. He's a, he's a, uh, a good teacher of mine. He, he's a, I do look at his research and I do, you know what I'm saying? I do go to him for guidance of certain things. But I, I do disagree with him with some of his uh, doctrine that he believes in. Um, but you said you asked why are individual us individually are Israelites. I'm gonna let uh Alicia go first. Well, aside from, you know, all the pro- uh prophecies and everything as it pertains to us and I see how it parallels with our personal history, there's a lot of information outside of the Bible and I found a lot of information as it pertains to different tribes all throughout Africa. You got the Wolof tribes, you have the Igbo. You have a lot of the Ashanti Akan tribes, the Limba tribes. There's a lot of different tribes all throughout Africa, the Falaska Jews. All these people can attest to the fact that they have either oral history. Some of them have attained the custom. Most of the so-called Negro people in the Americas that were taken here or that were already here, that's another story um, what we believe in. But we're related to those tribes like the Igbo, like the Akan. These same tribes who today say, yeah, we know we're descended from the Israelites. Majority of the so-called Negro people in America are related to the Igbo people in West Africa. And these people are saying, yeah, we have the oral history. We have the traditions. We we retain the customs. Now, all of them don't don't know who they are today. Who don't have the oral oral traditions. See, here's the thing. When you got a conversion... Is going on in this time where the the people of the east is pushing west, and you got a triangular trade. Who don't have these customs? You had a rabbi. You had you 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 had a you had a hold on you 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 had a you had you had a you had a rabbi. There was there was in there was uh in uh Timbuktu you had a rabbi that was there, and he came, I mean, he was, I mean, he was a, 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 a Jewish rabbi, and so he was teaching those people that was in West Africa just as well. Now, my question is this, were all the Igbos, were all the Igbos uh, Jews? In other words, did they, were they, did they, no. did they, did, were they Jews? No, Some because was Christians, Jew right? refers, no, Jew refers to Yehudim. Yehudim refers to particularly the tribe of Judah. All, all well, I'm asking, did they practice Jews. Judaism? Did they practice Judaism? I mean, did, did, are you saying that did they have the customs of the tribes that right. they subscribe to? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, if you go into if you go into Africa right now, you go into the Igbo and, and people there. Every every Igbo don't claim the same tribe. Every Igbo right. don't claim God. I'm asking no, you, hold on, I'm not talking, listen. So, right, okay, so, listen, okay, so, 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 do all... I'm saying every child got their... Well, I'm listening. Okay, listen, listen. Yes, 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 yes. The Igbo people, 
the Igbo people, not all of them are Jews. Not all of them practice Judaism. Not, not all, not well, a lot of them not took it, a lot of them that were taken in the slave trade, quote unquote, did practice Judaism. Okay, what about Islam? Because a lot of people came over speaking the Arabic. We have people came over speaking Arabic. They was Islam. Oh, oh, oh you say Islam? Yeah, oh, you have people that was Islam. Our brother Edric has something for that on that. Well, I mean, just dealing with the. Uh, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Hello. All right. Uh, yeah, coming from the point of Oriental hypothesis, uh, a lot of where we uh, get our data from. It's, it comes from a mindset of preconceptions or, or presuppositions or what have you. Like it, it's just not it's not a thorough research of, of archaeological archaeological digs and you know what I mean things to where okay let's say who built the pyramids in Egypt? Did they come in the Bronze Age, the Stone Age, like? Six hundred BC, Khufu. Okay, so, like, what does that have to do with, uh, like, human migration? You know what I'm saying? As far as a, a pattern, you know, if we were to do, like, real anthropological studies of man, man, where they walk from, do you uh, subscribe to out-of-Africa theory? Well, I don't subscribe to that. As far as genetics? No, I don't, I don't subscribe to it. So like how how did you get from Africa to where you are now? Um, I try. I mean, evidently we migrated. You, you migrated from where? My uh, ancestors migrated from. Uh, I mean, well, you know, they, they went into slavery and came over here. Or some, or it was already some people. Was slavery already free from people. where? You, you said you, you said are you, you saying from Africa or where? Uh, from Africa, Australia. or what? Well, well, to be honest, well, to be honest, is this is, I don't know whether my people was a slave or they was already free because you had free blacks already. There was free men because how they treated right. the West Africans, how they treated the West Africans was was something that was kind of crazy because they was more yeah. they were more uh, permanent more than East and North Africa. But all this is taking place when when the uh, Sephardic Jews and all of them was kicked up out of Spain. And they begin to come now, into the new world. Now, the freeman? Well, those converted by because uh, they got to live there under uh, the 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 Muslim, you know what I mean, the Arabian conquest that happened, right? So when the Sephardic Jews are kicked out, could you say that you know under the guise of something that was watered down or well, whatever we consider Islam at that time, can we say that those were pure Jews? Or do we know if somebody taught them? The Sephardic around Jews? That time. Right. No, we, we see, all, here's the thing. I'm saying yeah, here's the thing. See, this is why it's very important we're dealing with genetics because we know culturally they tie back. No, and but we, genetics, we brother, uh, genetics is not pure. You know what I'm saying? That no, has it's, to it's good. stand yeah, on the old tradition. Pure. It has to stand on other things, too, because nah, I mean, you have to take a direct line. If 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 I was to say you're my family member versus is this my son? You see what I'm saying? Like to find out if we're related, I have to go through a whole nother scientific computation to figure out if this is my son. I can just get it. You know what I mean? That's right away. Ninety nine point nine, right? 
So you have right, to right. get no, something. No, 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 no. You see That's not how that works, so you bro. Have to go. No, bro, you have to go to multiple sources to, that, yeah. to get who lives in this strategy. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Statistically-wise. Right. You know what I mean? This, this, this is how they determine. You know what I mean? Hold on, hold on. Oh, right, right. I just said the same thing. Hold on, hold on. I got to right, right. mute you for a second. Guys, guys. The, everybody's kind of talking at once there, and it's hard to tell what's going on because you got three people on the line. But I feel like we're getting real far off. Uh, Serena, uh, I haven't heard her in a while, but uh, maybe Eli or, or uh, one of y'all want to answer this. Uh, I, I throughout this discussion, you, you guys are going back and forth with GCon, which is you know it's interesting. But I haven't heard actually you explain why you think you're uh, a descendant. From Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I haven't actually heard you explain it, though. Well, well, we, well okay. dude, like I said, dude, well, we kind of did, dude. Our no, you But that's. You didn't. I feel like, can I be honest? Raina, I feel like when I ask Raina a question, she's a little more, uh, art, like, direct, and I understand okay. what she's saying. And I don't know if she's able to answer because I'm really interested in what you would have to say. Hello. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. What What is the reason you believe you're a blood descendant from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Well, when this was first brought to my attention, when um I came to truth, when mm-hmm. a quote unquote Israelite um you know he started telling me, because I was a Christian at one point, I was Pentecostal, and mm-hmm. he started explaining to me like, yeah, you know, sister, these these holidays that we have that we celebrate like Christmas and Easter and everything, that's all rooted in paganism. Now I had heard it before from, you know, the JWs and everything, but I always brushed it off. So he mm-hmm. started explaining to me like in the book of Deuteronomy and Leviticus. And he starts uh, pointing out like, yeah, the father does have these feast days. The father does have these set apart days and the stuff he wants us to keep. You know, it's all there in the book. And then I started to study for myself because when I grew up in the church, the pastor really never, you know, they cherry pick scriptures, but they ne- he never really got in debt like that. So when he started getting, to, when I started myself to like read it thoroughly and examine the text in context myself, and I started to get into like Deuteronomy. And I know you think, you say it doesn't apply to us. Like the the uh, the curses or the prophecies in Deuteronomy doesn't apply to us, but I really don't see any any other group of people that that really ties to the Jews in Israel. They don't they don't fit the description. They don't so fit you, the description of you it, know. It, it's not even fair to that. So you believe Deuteronomy twenty eight? You believe uh-huh. Deuteronomy twenty eight? No, it, and 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 it's not. It's that, like I said, you have the uh, prophecies there, because I know you said that it uh, it applied it um this these curses uh, these prophecies were fulfilled under what you said Titus, right? No, uh, some things were fulfilled. And, and Deuteronomy twenty eight. Yeah, there's different things uh, in, in different in different times, but it's a more fundamental question of uh, would you be able to show that using Deuteronomy twenty eight as a way to determine ethnicity is a valid exercise? To use Deuteronomy 28 as a determined ethnicity, could you show me if that's actually how you're supposed to use Deuteronomy 28? Is that the intention of Deuteronomy 28 in the first place? An ethnic yeah, because mark- it says 
Where does it say so that it in says, Deuteronomy 28 that that's how you should use it? It says these will be a sign and a wonder. It says these will be a sign and a wonder on you and your descendants forever. Right, okay. So it was like so, every every well, actually, every time Yashirah disobeyed the Most High, every time they disobeyed Yah, the, the punishment and the chastisement was he sent them into captivity. You had the Persian captivity. You had the Grecian captivity. You had right. the uh So uh, question we, so if, this is if the final a sign captivity. and a wonder if it's a sign and a wonder forever, then how could people uh lose the realization that they were of Israel? Because that was actually a part of the prophecies. Okay, where does it say he that in Deuteronomy twenty eight that you will no longer uh realize you're a descendant of Abraham? Where does it say that? That we would lose our that we would speak in a strange tongue, that a nation from afar that we do not know. Well, I'm, I'm Sicilian. Well, we Check it out. I'm Sicilian, right? But I but I know uh, that uh, that I'm part Sicilian. I don't I don't have to speak the language to know the ethnic uh, aspect there. I'm saying where is Deuteronomy 28 say that one of the curses what you do will be that you'll lose you, your ethnic what identity. But you do know that the African, but you do know that the African people that was brought over here, their heritage and everything was taken from them. Their name was no, changed. I, I, no, nah, but I didn't ask you about the transatlantic slave trade. I asked you where Deuteronomy 28 says that one of the curses will be that you'll lose your ethnic identity. I mean, but isn't those people losing? I mean, <laughs> do, do you are you reading through the text like your children yeah. coming yeah, from the plains of Moab going into the promised land, bro? It says it in the where. Where does the Bible say one of the curses against Israel will be? They will not realize who their forefathers were. It, it doesn't have to say it. I mean, the whole thing says it. It says it. Like, this, where? Is, this is what's going to happen to you. No, I'm asking you, where is there? Because what, what I asked her was, can you please demonstrate that it's a valid exercise to use Deuteronomy 28 as a way to determine ethnicity? Because that's uh, never really how the Bible was intended to figure out your ethnicity. So she said one of the things is it will be assigned to you forever. And I said, well, if it's assigned to you forever, then how can you lose the realization of what you are? But what I'm saying is, where That's is kind part of, of the ad curses? Ad hominem argument, folks. Ad hominem means a personal attack on somebody. How did I do a personal attack? Because you feel a certain kind of way about how people or have been contriving through it. The brother tried to tell you that it, that wasn't the only way. It was a, a point of reference, like something to stand on when you build yeah. your house. You pick a solid foundation, and that's what okay. Deuteronomy was—a solid foundation. The the, the yeah. Hebrew name. Is, is can be taken a second law. So this is the, the way to not break the covenant as you did in Sinai because you were acting as if you were Egyptian. You weren't acting like an Israelite. And we keep talking about this grace period, grace period. I just said our life is on the line. You should know that. You you know as a Christian your life is on the line, right? And, and, as Martin Luther King, if you really stand for our neighborhood, do you know what Martin Luther King Jr. stood for? Do you know what he taught his community? to raise them, to elevate them, to love them. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we use Deuteronomy for. So you say it's not a good thing to, to base ethnicity off of, and I disagree with that, and mostly every but, Hebrew okay. should. You know what I'm saying? Because it's I know you disagree with it, it but I'm asking you. It's, it's, you know, it's, listen, it's listen. not just Deuteronomy. It's like all Show me text. one place. Yes, okay. I know you disagree with it. Wait, I'm asking wait, any wait. of you to show me in the scripture where it says one of the curses will be you will no longer know who your forefathers were because you're claiming 
that they forgot, and that had to be rediscovered using Deuteronomy 28. First of all, Deuteronomy 28 doesn't say that that's the way Deuteronomy 28 is supposed to be used. I'm asking you to demonstrate how you can show that you know it's a fact that a curse of Israel would be they would no longer realize they were Israelites. Where does the Bible say that? Well, we didn't say that that was the intent of it being used. We said that that is using that when we read that, that's what we see. We didn't say that that's Where? Texas for this. That's what it's supposed to be. Where does the Bible say you'll forget your identity? The, uh, the whole what I said, what she said, and what he just said throughout the whole text says says that throughout every every curse alludes to you're gonna lose your identity. You're gonna be beaten. What? You're gonna be wait beat. Well, hold on. Okay, you just made okay, it. How, how does being beaten make you lose your identity? Well, 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 I stopped because you said what? So I stopped and I, and I let you talk, so I'm, I'm listening to you. Because I'm trying to ask for a verse that says you will no longer recognize yourself as the son of Abraham or anything like that. Remember earlier when you said you don't hold of the deity of Christ and you wanted a passage where Christ taught the deity of Christ? I'm asking you similarly for a passage that says something along the lines of one of the curses will be the Israelites will no longer real remember, remember that they're Israelites. I mean you still haven't gave me a, a, first, a, a, a verse that said he, uh, he's God. He always said he's a Johnny, God. Okay, we we did, but now we're on a different thing, and and no one's able no, 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 to answer this. No, 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 but you but you see the point he's making. If if he if he took you through the text like guys, you guys are literally interrupting each other. You're talking over each other. This is what we do. But I can't understand what you're saying if you're all talking at once, though. Yeah, yes, that's I can't understand. But even in that text, he says he's a son of God. He never said he's God. Okay. Um. Where is a Bible verse that you can show me in the scripture that says one of the things that will happen to Israel is that Israel will no longer recognize that they are Israel or anything like that? I mean, like I said, like he said, I don't think you understand that. What I'm saying is that throughout the whole text, it, it, that's the answer we're giving you. Throughout the whole text, it says it. Throughout every verse. Every verse, every curse. Okay. Uh, the Lord will strike you on the knees and on the legs with grievous boils, of which you cannot be healed from the sole of your foot to the crown of your head. How does that imply you will no longer recognize you're a son of Abraham? Well, shall my person cleave unto me until he has consumed thee from off the land, whither thou goest to possess it? How does that fit? I mean, I mean. Well, like, even if you look at um, the book of Psalms, well, Psalms 80, Psalms chapter 83, verse, what, sorry. So, yeah, Psalms chapter 83, um, oh, this is not the right one, hold on. Hey, to the listeners, we only got seven minutes, to the listeners, we only got seven minutes left on the air, so if you want to hear the rest of the show, if we if we go into the overtime portion, you got to call in right now, 917 917- Eight eight nine two two three three. That's nine one seven eight eight nine two two three three. Because in about seven minutes, we'll we won't be on. We'll be in the overtime portion. You have to be on the line to hear it. Uh, just so everybody knows that if you're listening to Blog Talk, uh, what was the the verse there in Psalm eighty three? You were you were saying Psalm, um, Psalm eighty three, Psalm chapter eighty three, verse three, where it says, "They have taken crafty counsel against your people and consulted against your hidden ones." 
they have said, and then verse 4 says, they have said, come, let us cut them off from being a nation, so that the name of Israel may, may be no more in remembrance. If you notice that any group of people you look at, if you ask the so-called Negro in America, like, what is your nationality? They're the only group of people who don't have a nationality. They'll tell you I'm black. I'm African-American. That's two continents. America and Africa is two continents. That's not the nationality. Black is a color. They've changed our identity so many times in this country, from Negro to Afro-American to colors. Well, hold, hold up, hold up. Was, okay, so let me, can I show you a flaw in the argumentation you're saying? You're re- referring to uh, black Americans not being able to say their identity, but let's go back to right before the, tra- right before the transatlantic slave trade began, right? And let's imagine okay. we were going to talk to somebody – hold on. Uh, everybody's talking again. Let's say we're going to talk to somebody from Mali, right? And we said, um, okay, you're, you're from the region of Mali. What is your nationality? That person from Mali – now, they didn't have nations back then the same way we do, but that person would be able to give you their ethnic identity, their understanding of who they were ethnically, as well as the language they spoke, as well as some type of affiliation with either a kingdom or a territory or a tribe or a clan. So they would be able to answer those questions, and guess what? They would not say they were a Hebrew. So it depends. You can't, what, 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 what. No, we, don't, depends we don't have any instances – we have no instances of anyone in the transatlantic declaring themselves to be a Hebrew because they took those records uh, of what people would say they were, and they didn't say they were Hebrews. That's not what they said. So they didn't identify themselves as Hebrews yes, either. Because that 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 word Hebrew is not a, it's a that's a that's not a word of in antiquity. It would well, have been Abraham. Antiquity ends around 500 AD, so we're talking the 14 or 1500s. We're not really talking antiquity. But nonetheless, I'm saying if you asked the man from Mali what he was, he wouldn't say he's a son of Abraham. But I've talked to some uh, Wolof people from um, Senegal around my way because I live in Harlem, and I've actually asked these people, and they practice Islam. But I've asked them, I said, do you know your descendant from uh, Yaqob? Because I've actually done research on certain tribes in Africa. And he said, yes, we're aware of this. Okay. So it really um, depends on who you ask, you know. Well, so the, here's the thing, though. Somebody declaring themselves to be something, uh, of course, we understand doesn't prove that they are, right? You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. saying you are doesn't mean you are. I mean, we can all be mis- mistaken or misunderstood, so we want to know what the evidence behind the claim is. But you're saying that there are certain tribes so, in Africa that you know... Are you Sicilian, know, Vocat? Are I'm you part Sicilian? I'm, I'm part Sicilian, yeah. What, what yes. other part are you? Uh, part no, Sicilian, what other part... Uh, more Sicilian on my mom's side and more German on my dad's side. Okay, how can you prove you're German from the Germanic bloodline? <laughs> uh, no, that, that's it's. I mean, so notice. I just want everyone. To, I don't mind talking about this if this is really what you want to talk about. But uh, notice, no, no one yeah, actually yeah, yeah. can't. No, because yeah. I'm, I'm going to well, make hold a on, quick. I'm going to answer your question. My point is that you guys can't really give an answer. So instead, you're asking me about my ethnic lineage. Well, uh, the way no, it no, works I want to make a point. I just want to make a point about this because when the yeah, Roman so Emperor. Caesar, There's, when he so, went into the 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 lands, the 
Germanic tribes and, and the England, uh, what did Taxi as his historian, what did he write down as history, as the people he seen? And what did he parallel yeah, Tacitus, as another Tacitus, people that we would Tacitus, have Tacitus, Tacitus wrote a whole book about uh, the Germans. Yeah, I know I, I know about that. Tacitus was a Roman historian, and he wrote and a whole Herodotus. book about him. <clears throat> uh, Herodotus is the father of... So you can see where there's a period where people have been taking things like monopoly. Like once I once if I can if I can come into your home and I can make everybody get on the floor and, and give this inheritance to my children to where they'll claim this vessel as mine and they're not giving it back to anybody until you can do what you what what what, what happened to you and your forefathers until you can return that back to us. This is ours. And, and can you say that's happened within Germany, within the land of Europa, when the Phoenicians colonized it, when no one lived 51 parallel north but the, the, the so-called Africans? You see what I'm saying? Like, there's many ways we can go around this. You know what I'm saying? But that's not the point. You said, how can we prove from Deuteronomy 28, after we plainly told you that we don't come to those points of being Hebrew Israelites as our successors did? And we're not going to knock our successors, and you can't get us to do it on your show. Wait, and your successors? Hold on, hold on. Because Eli, Eli, your successors are people who, that come. The people who told your successors us, are people that come people after who you. Told us that we were Hebrew Israelites. You see so what those aren't those are your predecessors, not your successors. Successors come after you. You mean your predecessors, I guess. So I, I think you're referring to your predecessors, not your successors. But okay, so you're saying your I predecessors. Mean, we're the youth, so when we shine, they succeed on into. We can venerate them as our ancestors. However, you're you saying okay. you're saying you're you're saying those who came before you. Are because you saying what they did? What they did will go down in history, and it will be they will who's be the successors of it. And we can't take that. The the ISUPKs, the same people you made the videos about. You know them better than I do because I just came into this community. Also, so the, so you, so you, you, so you help me out. So the ISUPK you're claiming are your predecessors. Okay. What I'm um, saying is, how can you prove that you're German? Okay. Well, I mean, now we're going back to this, but the, there's a number of factors that that come into play. Uh, number one is, you know, there are these records, you know. Uh, because when people came over here so voluntarily, well, hold so up. The, the, <laughs> Can I? I was going to mention Ellis Island, for example. That's a key way a lot of people, you know, are able to tack into that. That's one way. And another key way is by tracking the last name, last name from the place they were declared to. Hey guys, I think that the show is going to end in five seconds. It looks like it's going to end. I don't know if it's going to let me go into the overtime portion or not. Uh, I hope it does, but I'm not sure if it is. Are you guys still? Can you still hear me? Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're just not streaming anymore. But okay. Uh. So and then one way you, you people trace their family names in a region that they were declared say from Ellis Island when they said you know where are you from they would say and you could trace your family name back from that. Another key way is when you have people in your family members family who spoke the language so they spoke the language of the forefathers so there's another evidence to it you know what I'm saying there's multiple ways that you get yeah. evidence to uh, but what I'm asking these are all done. Like, if but your you're missing you're missing all those land. Uh-huh. you're missing all those there's a reason for that you can't bring up that yeah I'm done I'm done hey I want to say I appreciate you but for later to come on your show and talk with you 
And, um, but uh, go ahead. What you were saying? Because I was uh, listening to what hey, you were saying. Hey, let Peru say something. Let Peru say something. Wait, who? Who is? Is someone else on here too? Hello, hello, man. I'm trying to say something, but my phone was tipping. How y'all better doing? Hello. So wait, we had Eli and and Raina, uh, right? And uh, and uh, Hoshia, and who else do we have? It's better Peru. Peru? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. Whatever you were wanting to say, uh, uh, yours. Yes, uh, um, as, uh, before I uh, before you speak, my reference to what? What are you gonna? Oh, what I was, was saying with friends, with with those, those, those I'll ask you, Peru, but what's he, what's he finna, uh, speak on what, 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 in reference to what we were uh, talking about with the lineage? Are you this one? I, I, I was just listening. I was going to answer oh, okay, okay. you, but... Okay, well, because uh, I wanted to hear what uh, Vocab was saying, because uh, before Israel, cause him and Israel, I couldn't really understand what he was saying, because him and Israel were speaking at the same time. Him and uh, Eli, I, I can't really understand what um, Vocab was saying. Yeah, I was just saying those traditional, the traditional uh, markers, um, as far as when you talk about someone being Israelite, none of those are really present with most folks who call themselves Hebrew Israelites. They didn't originate okay. from the land, for example. Uh, their forefathers that they know of did not speak the language. They were not handed down customs and practices. They don't have, mm-hmm. generally speaking, any of the affiliated documents. And so you okay. go down the list. And none of the markers are really there, and so that's that's why. So it's hard to um, understand how you could come to such a you know a, a certain conclusion about it <laughs> when all those things are missing. Well, I, 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 I mean, right, you're right. I'm, I'm listening to you. Like, I, I understand what you're saying. Like so, the um, one brother, okay. he said he he believes ISUPK <clears throat> is like his predecessors. Well, does he know where ISUPK, how they learned the Hebrew that they knew? Does he know how they how they learned it, ultimately? <laughs> yeah, from watching your thing, I'm just saying his stance that he made in history, it should be remembered. You shouldn't just take the negative of everything. You should take a positive aspect as a man that believes in the Hamashiach and say, man, what is this dude talking about? Let me let me see where I can feel. And then when you ask a question like, "Hey, when you're refused from your land and captivized, you know, you're put in slavery, how come you guys don't have a genetic record to prove what you're saying?" You know, so what what is that? Like, come on, bro. Like, you have to get DNA from people who live in the land at that time, who in the land of the genetic marker, and then they're going to say, "Oh, you're from this part, or you're from this part." There's people that are coming up from in this valley. You know what I'm saying? There's people all from all over the world, Polynesians, the, the the South Asian Pacific. You know what I mean? Like, there's people mixed in. How are we going to explain that? You can't go right. to Hawaii and tell a man, you're from China, you're from Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? You were born in Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? It's not the point that, oh, my mom's Chinese and like that. <laughs> what is that about? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a blur line. That's what I was saying earlier about the. Uh, I don't believe that all white people or Esau or whatever is fed or whatever. It's a it's a bloodline. It's a spirit, really. It will save you, and uh, I feel like it's the it's the laws that save you. Um, but 
Um, Did you say the Do you say the law is what saves you? Yes, but that's not sufficient. Okay. So, uh, who in in the in the in the Hebrew scriptures, who does God say is the savior? In in the Hebrew scriptures, He said He's the only savior. Yeah. So why do you say the law is what saves you? It's God that saves you. Well, it's doing. That's why He gave the law. So what law did Adam have that would save him? <laughs> Don't eat from the fruit. Follow my commandments. Okay, me. okay. Prove that you love me by listening to yeah. me. Don't mess up my house so, when I come so, back okay. home. If so I come back he, home, my house not messed up. You must love me because you did what so the hell did I he, said. He, if I come back, so you did, got Kool-Aid all over the floor, and you got come on, man. Bro, with the illustrations, with the illustrations. <laughs> but did, did Adam keep that commandment? No, he didn't. He broke no. Right, so he wouldn't have been and, saved and, and through as, the law, as, then, as a result of his disobedience, as a result of his disobedience came came death and came uh and, and came punishment and came everything yes. else. Exactly. That's why we always stress obedience, obedience. Right. And so that, can you name one person? Obedience is also being could, sacrifice too. Could any of y'all uh name one person in the in the in the old testament in the Tanakh who uh kept the law? Up and and did not break Enoch any aspect. And Noah. Enoch and Noah. Enoch and Noah. Enoch Noah. And Noah. Well, do you believe drunkenness? You believe drunkenness? With you believe drunkenness is a sin? Was he what? Do you believe drunkenness, drunkenness is a drunk? sin? Yeah, he got naked. He, he, he got drunk and naked. No, Noah got drunk and Enoch naked and rolled. Got naked. No, no. Listen, Eli, Eli, please Enoch. listen for a second. You're getting real confused right now. Noah. Noah. He's asking about Noah. He said, he said when Noah, Noah got, got drunk. naked, and I guess when the curse of, of Canaan. You said is a drunkard. How many times in the scriptures does it say drink wine to, uh, to, to heal from your pain? Eli, you, listen, you're not really following. This is a clear line of argumentation. Let me uh, uh, this step by step. Yes, sir. Repeat the, the question. Look, look, I'm sorry. Repeat the question. Because you said said Noah. Let me. Let me. I think Eli. I can. I'll be able to. Uh, sprint, explain this. Um, you said that Noah was an example of someone who kept the law, and I mentioned is drunkenness a sin? I didn't say drinking is sin. And the reason why I asked that is because Noah got drunk. So clearly, he did not keep the law. Okay. He's he he sinned. He got drunk and rolled around naked. Problem. Well, so right, I'm he saying around naked, but Moses yeah. wrote the law, kind. I mean, correct. Moses wrote the law, and if we're to do it chronologically, he wrote it in Exodus, <laughs> right? So this is before Noah ran around naked or rolled around naked because he was drunk because he just saved him and his family from a catastrophic world event. He can't drink some wine. <laughs> no, I never. See, see, that's, man, I didn't say. You're, you're asking the question, bro. You're asking the question to demean me and my community, and it's kind of hurting because I watched you sit there. And no, I'm not. So no, I know I'm what not. you what got I... for me. I mean, you not if, if you if you have good intentions, we it's hard to see it. Okay, yeah, I mean, that's my please? thing. Like, can we to stick to the biblical text from Deuteronomy 28 in Hebrew? We're sticking to the biblical text. I said no. most days brought the Torah. Hey, come on, man, you ain't supposed to be getting that drunk to where you falling out, man, where you can't understand what's going on. The Bible says not be don't be too drunk and with wine like that, bro. You ain't supposed to be drinking you like keep that. Saying nope. The Bible says what Bible did Noah have? Did did Noah have to write? Hey, listen, 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 I'm just, you 
have it now, so you know what his fault was. You know what he did. He got Why too drunk. Was you, I know what his and fault that, was. And, and what this is any fault? Why we get too drunk, or a man get too drunk? You know what happens, bro. That brother got too drunk, man. He wasn't supposed to be doing that, man. I had to I had to mute that for a second. There was a lot of chatter, a lot of chatter. I want to talk again, but uh, you know, I, we got it one at a time. The point of that is not to denigrate Noah. The point of that is not to say you can't drink because clearly you can drink. That's easy. Nobody's saying that, and it has nothing to do with my intentions. The question is, did anyone keep the law? The answer is no one kept the law perfectly in the whole scripture. And you gave an example of Noah, and I'm giving a, a, a counterexample by his behavior saying incorrect. And now you're in a place where you're trying to – it seems excuse drunkenness. It's real real confusing uh, and not really understanding. The point, the point of that whole thing – let's just hypothetically say uh, Noah and Enoch kept the law perfectly. Okay, I don't agree with that assessment, but let's just say that that's the, the case. Okay, so that, that would mean two people were saved by keeping the law uh, under that line of reasoning. So what I'm trying to show again and again to y'all is that no one is saved by law-keeping because no one can keep the law perfectly, and that was never the intention of the law in the first place. Okay, you guys, okay. so if it's not the, what did he do unrighteously? Name an act that he did unrighteously besides getting drunk. What did he do to his son? Wait, wait. Did, did, you he break one, did he if, kill if you him for one. disrespecting him, or did he curse him and give the most high chance of grace with him yeah. and his son as he did with Cain? You know what I'm saying? You talking about Noah like he did something bad. Mo- Moshe killed the man, and he still had to leave exactly. the Israel. Brother, you're proving and my the point. And almost chased him down <laughs> for not circumcising his son because he didn't follow the law. Come on, bro. Where you at? He had to circumcise his son just to go in Egypt to not go into the promised land. And he didn't follow the law correctly, but he was still chosen. Nobody in Israel is probably going to follow the law. We're chosen as a sign. Do it anyway. Egg on your face. That's what's going to happen. Egg on your face. Egg on your face. That's going to be the new scripture. The new New Testament is going to be vocab with the egg on the face because he wouldn't believe. He just wouldn't believe. Well, you said your predecessors were one West. Now, now I see it. But check this out. You you just proved my point. You said you said what did you say? I, I said the man said earlier his predecessors are ISUPK, and I said now I see it. So you said just I mean, now I mean, that I, they're not mine. I don't, I guess I don't subscribe. I'm talking to, to Eli specifically. He yeah, said, yeah, yeah, uh, I understand, but I'm just. He, what do I just, subscribe to that you heard ISUPK say? I don't. I'm not going to kill your baby. I'm not going. I'm not doing, man. That's comforting that to know. Yeah, Eli, hold, hold up, man. Slow up, man. I, let, let the brother talk. Hold, 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 hold it down, man. Then All I was saying, saying is, I, I, I'm trying to really have an edified discussion. Cause I really, I really want to have a understanding where vocab is coming from. Because if he's coming from a genuine standpoint, a real genuine standpoint, I really, I do want to see the debate with him and Ron. But if, if he's coming from a genuine standpoint, because I really do have a problem with one with, I really do. And he come, if he's coming from right. a genuine standpoint, then we can work together. And I can bring Ron. Yeah, that's really, what I'm saying. My idea is to bring the truth out. I really don't believe the restoration of Israel has happened yet. And maybe we can help him understand if he don't understand. Or if he don't believe it, maybe he can help us understand why he don't believe it. And we can come together right, and, you, and have an understanding so on the, one, the problem with One West. Because One West is a problem. We all agree that One West is a problem. 
I don't care if if they if they can come on the line. I would tell all of y'all. Oh, yeah. Forget about one All all of y'all gotta go. Oh yeah, let's let's forget about let's forget about one West. What I'm saying is, if you, which it seems like your whole squad does claim this, that you can be saved through law keeping, your doctrine is a problem. Forget about one West. I know we know they act like nasty boys. Forget about that. I'm saying if you think you could be saved by law keeping, I'm talking to y'all specifically. I'm not talking about divine prospect. I'm not talking about General Yon. I'm talking about you specifically. What has been said. By this team on the phone today. Yeah, we, we, we believe in, in, in the law keeping. We, we believe in the Messiah. No, no. Now, I you believe you can those. be saved by law keeping. That's the thing. Yeah. Once you start saying that, you put in trust in your own merit and you're contrary to scripture. And I showed you one place where, where first mm-hmm. of all, nobody has done it. Second of all, Noah, or I'm sorry, Abraham was counted him righteousness before he was circumcised. Okay. But so law never intended to save uh-huh. anybody. But but the uh but the scriptures say that sac- that obedience is better than sacrifice. That uh, he, he wants you to follow the law and that's yes. how you love him. Obedience is better than he sacrifice. To... Now, now can you tell me anyone in scripture who was perfectly obedient? Nobody, but he also had a exactly. great Exactly. So if nobody in, in, in the scripture is perfect, hold on, hold on, this is, it's a line of reasoning. If nobody in the scripture was perfectly obedient, then how can a person be saved through being perfectly but, but obedient? Under, but, but all of this was under the old covenant as well, correct? We, well, the the, hold on, I'm I'm asking a specific question. I'm not really understanding how it's relevant. I, 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 I'm saying I'm just asking. If, I'm just trying to get a, a clarification so I can. No, know this is still true. No flesh okay. is saved by keeping the law. It's still true today. It's true in all dispensations and all under all covenants. What I'm saying is if no one is saved by, by – or if nobody could keep the law perfectly, which you agreed, you agree nobody's perfectly obedient, then how can a person be saved by their obedience to the law if nobody but, but perfectly because, obeys the but, law? But, because you have to – if you don't – the law of judges and commandments was given of – the natural code, the natural code of the Most High, the code, the the, the way that we're supposed to live upright of, of to the Most High. It, it's the foundation of the Most High. It's the, it's the way that He set forth for us to be set apart from the heathen, the ones that are not living up, uh, for the Most so High. Wait, so now you're we're, saying, we're not are you saying now you're kind of making a different claim. You're saying that the law was given to Israel. As a boundary marker between them and the nations, uh, I'm not necessarily. Well, actually, well, no, no, no. I, that, said, that, I ain't said that was the sole reason. I said that was part of the reason. Well, okay, so now, now that's partially correct. Everyone, everyone who studies these issues, that's I why think I say it's, it's part of the reason. Cause I know that's partially correct. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, it's, that it's is part. true. Part that part of uh, some of the uh, Torah yeah. given to Israel was to keep them separate from the other nations. Uh, yes, there's no, yes, 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 there's no denying that. But I'm asking. I'm saying. If you're claiming that a person is saved or made righteous through law-keeping, then what do you do with the fact that nobody keeps the law perfectly? That's why there were sin offerings in the Old Testament, correct? The sacrificial but, but, offerings, but, but, for that's example. That's why he said, he said obedience is better than sacrifice. Right, but nobody obeyed. Hoshi got nobody obeyed perfectly. Nobody was obeying it perfectly, so that's why he said obedience. You got to read the whole. It's in the book of Psalms, and, and it's quoted other places as well. 
he said obedience is better than sacrifice because nobody was keeping the law. Nobody, it was, it was people was always sacrifice, 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 sacrifice. He was tired of that. So you know, no, what? obedience, what? grace. He he gave grace in the oath. The grace was given not through Christ, but it was given in the Old Testament through the Most High. Himself. Uh, so you hold on. You just said something. Um, a few things. Number one is part of the reason the law uh-huh. was given is to find a way. To point towards an atonement for sin. That's why there is a sin offering. Yeah. By the way, which you guys talk about keeping the law, but you don't really do sin offerings, so you know you got issues there. Nobody can even keep Torah in the way it was intended. But you just said a grace was not given through Christ. Do you realize you directly contradicted something in the Bible that you hold to? John chapter one, starting in verse sixteen. And from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So why'd you say grace didn't come through Jesus when John says it did? I didn't say it didn't come through him. I said it didn't solely come from him. I said that's not the Well, you didn't say that. I mean, though. you're saying that now. I, I did say that. I said that. I said that earlier in the conversation, and I and I said that now. But, but you you could take it. But I'm saying that. It, it, the origin where it originally come from, the, it, it didn't have to come through Christ first. It was before Christ. I didn't say Christ okay. didn't have. It. I didn't say it didn't come through Christ. I'm saying before Christ hit the scene, it was in the old. It was in the Old Testament. It was. Do you believe was that the, the 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 purification offerings, you know, the sin offerings that were offered up uh, under the Torah, for example, Leviticus chapter four. Do you believe that those yeah. uh, permanently wiped away the debt for sin? Do you believe that they wiped away the sin that had occurred? Um. Well, certain sins, I, I, I believe, and it's just my my opinion. Others might not agree. Some, some of my research team might not agree. I believe some sins cannot be forgivable. Um. So I'm gonna say no. Every sin wasn't forgiven. Now I could be right. wrong on that, and I I uh, will accept me being wrong, and I will correct myself. But I don't. Okay. Those sacrificial offerings that were commanded in the Old Testament, what do you believe is the reason that God commanded them? Well, yes, yes, for uh, for as, as a sign, as a thing to do when you say, like, you know, you have to, how can I put this? It was a... Maybe was one of y'all... For, it, 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 it was used for it was used for when you sin you had to sacrifice. I mean, when, when right. you is yes. Okay. So, but why do, why do you think God commanded the death of an animal as a means of atonement under the Torah? Why do you think that was the case? Why did he say kill your animal? Yeah. Why 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 couldn't you just offer, for example, some grain? Up for a for a sin offering. Why did he have to? Why why the death of an animal? Why did he have to kill a, 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 a unblemished lamb? Yeah. Well, why? To... Well, that's pat. I mean, that's the um. You could. I'm just, I, I, no, 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 I'm, I'm just asking for for any 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 sacrifice for anything. I'm asking like you asking because if, if I could say the same thing for that, why did why did he use an animal? Well, I'm just asking like. Is that what you you asked well, me okay. in general? Let me, why would God ask for the death of an animal? Some of the okay, so some of the uh, sin offerings could be, just so everyone knows. I want to make sure they don't think I'm saying something I'm not saying. Could be, uh, for example, fine flour. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's other types that had to be animals. So, like for example, 
maybe if we go more specific and talk about like for example uh the passover for example that's one example but why do you think that in some of these sacrifices there had to be the death of an animal what what was god what do you think god was trying to do there hello yeah, why the death of an animal for these sacrifices of sin? Why would that be the case? Yeah, why would the death of an animal be the case? For, for yeah, why is the death of an animal sin? required? Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. You know, the the, the animal the animal sacrifice it, it was not requested of the Most High. That's something men do it out of their own understanding. And you can see by you can read that in uh in the book of Jeremiah, I remember the verse. Give me one second. Well hold on, that's that is something required. For example, uh, Leviticus seven two, the guilt offering is to be slaughtered in the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered, and the blood is to be splashed against the sides of the altar. Uh that is something that God required. That was not a man made tradition. It was man made, brother. Why you gotta understand Jeremiah eight and eight, or the sort of pairs of the scribe are in vain. You had people interpretation mm-hmm. with their own mind. That's why the Most High mm-hmm. prophesied it. It's, it's Wait a minute, the people. He said, uh, let, me, let me go, let me go into it because the same Levitical laws is where, where Egypt came. I mean, where uh, Israel came out of Egypt, right? Now God, this is what God said. He said, He said, I have not spoken to your fathers. For I burned a lot, I mean, out of the land of Egypt, concerning offerings or burnt sacrifices. So we gotta understand what God is saying. It is what I'm saying, man, man, right, right, according to their own. The animals being sacrificed uh, is prior to Israel being in Egypt. For example, which sacrifice did God accept, Cain or Abel's? Which sacrifice did He accept, Cain or Abel's? Let me ask you a question. Guys, so clearly the answer is that God rejected the sacrifice of Cain, which was a non-blood sacrifice. But he accepted the sacrifice of Abel, which was an animal. And even going back further than that, if you understand the implication, Adam and Eve, God gave them them, uh, animal skin. So that means an animal had to die to, to cover them up, whereas they just used fig leaves. So clearly there has to be death as punishment for sin, but it has to be done again and again and again. But, 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 every but that's, year. Why I say, uh, that's why I say people on my uh, we, we all hold yeah. different thoughts. Cause I, like I said um, before about, we started speaking, yes. Is, is Raina yes. still on the line? Uh, I'd be curious what she would say. Raina? Let me tell you, because you didn't even let me feel the broken when you look at sin, you, you look. When you're looking at sins, you, blood cannot cover sins at all. Blood cannot cover sins. You, the Most High Himself only can cover sins. That's why He said, "Come before Me." And I'm, let me get let me get my let me get my uh, my computer so I'm going to Scripture so we can trade Scripture with each other. Because right? I don't want to just be talking without giving references. I'm using all references. Give me one second. Your connection's a, a little rough, but I think you were saying that. The blood uh, doesn't cover the sin; only the Most High does. I think that's what you're saying. If you're saying something like that, now that's where we might start to actually see eye to eye, because it's true that the sacrifice of these animals never truly covered the sin, and that's why I ended off. I was saying they had to do it year after year after year, because God Himself had to become the substitute. God Himself had to be the sacrifice. 
God himself is the only one who could actually pay the penalty because he is an unblemished lamb in a manner of speaking. And that's exactly what Christ is called even in the Gospels, not just in the book of Revelation where he's called that. But John says, behold, the lamb of God who comes to take away the sin of the world. Remember that? So Jesus is that Passover lamb, and that's why we don't sacrifice anymore. Now, I don't know if somebody holds to the Old Testament only what their reason for not sacrificing is anymore, but I know I, well, my reason is because Christ said it was finished. So are you saying that uh, God is the one, not the, the blood sacrifices? Is that correct? Is that what you're well, saying? Well, like I said, he said, he said, he said <laughs> obedience is better than sacrifice. Okay, but when you disobey, what are you supposed to do? Well, like I said, that's where grace would come in through the old, in the Old Testament. Like I said, grace is taught in the Old Testament before Christ. Now, Christ was Christ is here to show us the, the perfect example of that. The, that's not why Jesus says he came. He didn't say he came to show you an example. Well, he, he, came, he came for a lot of things. He came, for, he came only for the lost tribes of Israel. He came for a lot, a lot of things. But what I'm saying is he... What I'm saying is about like you have to follow the law. You well, then you then you're if, okay, and maybe you're missing the main point of this conversation, Hoshia, which is if you're saying you have to follow the law, you're in trouble because you don't follow the law. That's the point. That's why you have to rely on Christ and not your own merit. Because several times, I think everybody on the line has admitted they don't follow the law, but yet then you keep on going back to saying you're saved by keeping the law. But yet it's like you're not realizing you just said I can't keep the yeah. law. I don't keep the law. Let me let me say this, bro. Which laws don't we keep? I mean I'm sorry, hold on I, real quick. Real quick, yeah, real quick, bro. When you when you when you going back into what you were saying, you said nobody cannot keep the law. You cannot necessarily say that. I'm gonna show you why. I'm gonna show you this way before Christ came, the most high always kept a sec uh, uh a separate separate pieces. And if you trace the blood line of the dock, that's that separate line that kept the laws. And when you go into uh Ezekiel forty four verse fifty two, let me read it real quick. The the bloodline of who? Forty four and fifty. The bloodline of Zadok? Yeah, yeah, Zadok, yes sir. Right. Well Zadok was descended He was descended from Adam, right? No, well, it's a Levitical piece. Right, but ultimately he would be descended from Adam, right? Well, all men come from Adam. Adam is the first right. Man, so yes. So everybody's descended so from you... a sinner. Still, there's no pure line that keeps the law, like you were saying. Well, this is what I'm saying. The Most High separated nations. But, they, right but Adam didn't have a law. That's why the law came. Let me well, see. Yeah. He did have that, that, that's uh, a covenant. That's a straw man argument within the stuff, okay? Come on. Hold on, let me tell you this, because you got to understand the bloodline. The, the bloodline, when you're dealing up with Isaac, you got to understand the promise seed. That's why the most I had say he had a separate people that the covenant will always go through. So even starting from the bloodline of Adam, Adam, what, what Adam was dealing with was a uh, Edenic kingdom. He was dealing with paradise on earth. But Adam had it was a it was a, uh, the fall of Adam. Then most I had to make a covenant with one of the seeds of Adam. You know, down to Abraham. You know, down to Isaac. You know, down to Jacob. Jacob had twelve sons, and those was the promised seed. I mean, the promised uh, seed. That was the elect. 
Now, the most high, when the children of Israel went astray in the wilderness and they made that molded calf, and, 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 and the most high told Moses to go down and see what the people was doing, you got to understand one thing that, that Moses did. Moses threw down the two, ta- the, the two tablets of the stone that had the Ten Commandments on it and broke it. See, you got to understand why that happened. Because, like, you got, you dealing with, like, when we dealing with, uh, you ever heard about the, uh, the, the Assyrians? Uh, he learned gospel of Christ. The what? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? The, the Assyrians. The Assyrians. Uh, he learned gospel of Christ. The Assyrian gospel of Christ. Is that what you said? No, no, no. The Assyrians. The Essence. They call them Essence. I just say Essence because I've got a pronunciation like that. The Essence. The Essence. The Essence of Christ. The gospel of the Essence of Christ. Is that? Can you guys? I, I'm not really able to hear him. Could you guys repeat what he's saying to me? Yeah, he, yeah. I I can barely hear him too. I, I think it's his connection through his phone. You can hear me now, my brother. I mean, I can yeah, hear you, but choppy, it's, bro, it's, I'll try to make it out for you. You said the essence, the gospel of the essence. Yes, the gospel of the, the yeah, the, the human gospel of of Christ, the essence, human gospel of Christ. Oh, the scenes? You mean the scenes? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, he did mean the scenes. We sorry about that. Yeah, the scene gospels. Yes, sir. Okay, uh, I'm listening. The scene gospel of no, peace, right? That's what you're talking about. No, not that one. The humane gospel of Christ. If you the look humane? at the text, that's what. <laughs> the humane gospel of Christ. Yeah. The humane gospel of Christ. Okay, what what uh, year does this originate from? Well, this this was a part of the Dead Sea Scrolls, and you, you, they were they were one of the one of the old the oldest the true the true scrolls. You know what I'm saying? That was the true records of the way, and the way started with Moses, and that's what I want to say because Moses was also from the tribe of Levi, so it had to it had to be a right to see. Not saying that all of them kept the law. But starting from the bloodline of the doc, the most high renewed the covenant and he said, These are the only these are the only people that would come before him to do the service. And this is written over in uh, Ezekiel forty four, verse fifteen. Those who kept the charge. But you must understand what they were keeping the charge of, not only just the sanctuary, but the most high did well, he prepared the way during the time of Moses when he appeared unto Moses in a burning bush. Now, if you look at that word "burn the bush" in Hebrew, the first word, the, the first word "fire," you look at the word "fire," it's it's bush. And when you look at the word "bush," it's sin. It's really said a sin. It's like the the essence of the same people. That's where they get the word from. These was a separate people, started from the bloodline of Zadok. Now Zadok had had uh, you know, he had sons, and that's why I say the sons of Zadok shall come before me to do the ministry in in a, in a, uh, in, in my sanctuary. You know what I'm saying? So these essence is the same people that setting themselves apart during the uh, second temple. And they came out of the land of Judah and went to go to so, uh, sojourn in the land of Damascus. You know what I'm so they, that's where they wrote the Dead Sea Scrolls at, in Damascus. And through these records, these, this bloodline was a separate people. Now, what I'm saying, me, me personally, I don't go into the New Testament because I know where they got it from. They got it from the same human gospel of peace. I mean, a lot of people are of, of Christ. That's where they got it from. So if you look at that, that the original translation, 
you won't see no type of blood sacrifice going on, no type of sacrifice in, in Christ, the true Christ in that, in the, in the strolls, he's talking about what the blood sacrifice and what the children of Israel were doing and where they got it from and everything. So, you know what I'm saying? So, I ain't saying, you know, you know, you, uh, you're not a, like a debunk to tell you, so you can research that, you know what I'm saying? So, you can see what I'm talking about and you, you can check for yourself and see what, what translation was more older than each other and you'll find out. That a new testimony actually comes from that from that document, the Messiah's document, and he'll show you the you know, understand the true the true way of of the Passover, the feast days, talking about all that enough, and it's not how 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 we take it in that new testimony or how they establish that new testimony. Yeah, the uh, the Essene got now that I understand what you're saying the Essene Gospel of Peace is a it's a it's a fraud. Uh, it was invented by a veget it's invented by a vegetarian guy who wanted to vegetarianism and he's the only one who ever saw the manuscript supposedly he created this thing but no one's actually ever seen these manuscripts he says he wrote this from and the thing didn't appear until like the early 20th century yeah you said a sin gospel of peace but I said the humane gospel of Christ that's what I'm talking about not the gospel of peace the two different records the humane gospel of Christ okay yeah, you're saying that this is found in the Dead Sea Scrolls? Is that what you're saying? No, I said that was the one of the scrolls that was, you know, because the Dead Sea Scrolls was more than one book, and so they, they got all contracted together. The original scrolls was all contracted together in the little book we got today. But the the scrolls were separate. Some of them was hidden, placed somewhere over here, and that place. This was one of the, the last one of the books they really found. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. Was the only that's the that's the truth. That's the truth. You know, New Testimony. You know. Well, like I said, we 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 hold uh, different uh, beliefs on that because, like I said, I hold to the Gospels of the the, the books of Mark, Matthew, and Luke and John, James. And that's what I'm Matthew, Luke, and John, and all of them. They still inside them. You know what I'm saying? It don't take away from them. At all, I myself because I, I I don't subscribe. I, I never looked into that myself. Um, so, I did want to ask Volk have a question though, but uh, not to separate from the Bible, but um, something else I, I was uh, inquiring on. Um, do you uh, have a, any thoughts on evolution and the flat Earth theory? Uh, if you mean evolution, that everything uh, that is living came from a single-celled organism and then life uh, over time through time and chance and environmental factors and all that developed in what we see today. If you mean that by evolution, yeah, I think it's an alternative origin story that stands at odds with what the Bible says about creation. Okay. 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 So you do you say you do stand for that? No, no. It's an alternative... It's an alternative oh. origin story that stands at odds with Genesis, meaning you can't you can't match you can't match modern evolution with what Genesis says about human origins. That's what I'm saying. Why can't you? Oh. I, I, I actually did a breakdown on it a few days ago. Um, well, for example, you would have to have uh, human-like creatures before the first human 
And then you also have why death would you before. Have to have, why would you have to have human-like creatures before the human? Because Adam couldn't be created from the dust of the earth under evolution. Adam would be descended from a long line of primates before him under evolution. That's why. Furthermore, you have death and you'd have sin. Remember earlier the sister was talking about said because Adam and Eve ate, that's why sin and death came into the world. She was absolutely correct. But if you believe in evolution, you have death prior to the sin of Adam and Eve. So the order is wrong there. So what happened before the, before the sin of Adam and Eve? Because um, you would be having all the primates who supposedly existed before Adam and Eve as full but, 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 humans. But, but, so, so you're saying by default, if a person believes in evolution theory, that's because there are different type of evolution theories or, or different type of evolution theories and you have uh, one that is is set on being true on one day looks at everything and just and, and sticks on the facts and not opinions on being objective. And what I'm asking is, so you're saying that there is nothing about the creation story in Genesis. There's nothing evolution about. It. There's nothing that that that, that holds the evolution theory. Can I ask you what is God? What is the most high? <laughs> we. You're, I mean, I've seen these posts on your Facebook wall. I've seen these, but yeah. like you're really, I, I got it. I'm just saying, as a, just as an objective person, you're really, really scattered. You're not really, like you just kind of asked a question, then spoke on it, and then skipped over it to something really immediately unrelated. Like this has happened several times throughout the conversation. If you guys are gonna be like a research organization together. You're really going to have to work on cohesion of message and articulation of what you're trying to say and also staying focused on the topic that you want to present because right now that's something you're not real strong on just yet. And I'm just saying that in a really like an objective way because I think that would be helpful to you. But uh, now what is God uh, switching back to a different question? That God is the creator of all things. He is the self-existent one. Okay, but I'm saying in a if an atheist asks you to explain God without using the Bible, how would you be able to do it? Oh well, there's two things about that. Uh, one is um, the atheist doesn't get to set the conditions of how I'm going to define God. So the atheist can ask me to do that, but I'm under no obligation to try to go around defining God without Scripture. If I define God without Scripture, what I do is I end up making an idolatry of my own mind because I don't get to define God. He gets to reveal himself to me. So when God reveals himself to all of us through scripture, we define him according to his own terms. So I don't play that game when an atheist tells me to do that. I'm what's called a presuppositionalist, meaning I presuppose the truth of scripture when I speak about God. So, um, that's not something I would even engage in because I don't get to make up who God is according to my understanding. I let him define himself, then I do my best to relay that. So I would I would use scripture to define God. There's no other way to do it. Okay, okay. So do you believe Yeah, you should um uh, so um I I see what you're saying and um but my thing is this, um do you believe in 
you, you believe the, in the story of the of the of the the sons of uh, God coming and having relations with the with the with the daughters of man and them coming down and teaching men things and science and certain things like that, right? Um, so G Con, he's he dropped off the line. He had to go. But uh, him and I would have a different perspective on that. I think he would hold to something like what you just said. Uh, but even that, I don't know if he would say that uh, you know these fallen beings taught science. That's that's not in the scripture. The, I don't even see how you could get that. But I don't hold that those are uh, fallen well, beings. Well, I'm talking about as far as high science, as far as the metaphysics, the quantum mechanics. Well, where's science, that in scripture? Where's your evidence for that? You just you're just saying that fallen beings taught people back in Genesis six quantum mechanics. Where's your evidence for that? I mean, using quantum mechanics, I mean, as far as as far as understanding what God is, as as far as understanding. Okay, we don't, we don't, we don't, quantum mechanics is not the way that um, we know who God is. We know who God is because we're creatures made in his image, and we have an internal uh, witness. Oh, I, I understand that, but I'm talking about as far as a scientific, of scientific, um, Hoshiya, how does quantum mechanics how how does how does quantum mechanics prove God? How does it tell us about God exactly? How does quantum mechanics prove God? Because yeah, because that's what you're saying, right? Science, because quantum mechanics and um, uh, metaphysics, all these sciences are the sciences of the Most High. It is the it is the high sciences of the heavens. It what do you mean? What do you sciences. mean? Quantum mechanics is a science of the Most High. What do you mean by that? It is the things that was that it was some of the things that he didn't want to be taught. Like like I said, the uh, the knowledge of good and bad, the, the knowledge that he wait. What's your what's your evidence that what's your evidence that Yahweh didn't want people to know about quantum mechanics? Well, going through the things that the Egyptians were doing, I believe that they were doing things as for gene slicing. Um, but I'm asking well, you, where's the, the of, evidence? Where's the evidence? Uh, that God didn't want people to know about quantum mechanics. Hello? Uh, everyone has dropped off the line except for one caller, 202-262-1867. You're the only caller left. <laughs> hey, 202-262, you still on? Well, we had a... For some reason, all the calls just dropped. Uh, there was a bunch of calls on the line, and they all just dropped except for 202-262. I'm talking to you right now, but I don't know if you can hear me. You're the last caller. I was trying to see who was left on the line. Well, uh, we had some interesting conversation because a brother just said that in Genesis 6, they were doing quantum mechanics and gene splicing. We didn't get to continue that conversation. Maybe next time, but I'm going to mute this 202-262 call right now if you want to be back on press 1. But there's no one else left to talk to at this point, so I'm going to go ahead and play a track. And wow, this was a really wild show, wasn't it, ladies and gentlemen? A really wild show. So let me, let me end with this song right here. This is actually Cross Movement. This is an older track. It's called Our God. I think it's a fitting way to end this episode of Shield Squad Radio. God bless. See you all next time. Peace.